talk about board games. Talk about board games. On this Halloween Eve, we list games and scare, venture into the corn, and take off our gloves to play A Touch of Evil. This is episode 20 of Talk About Board Games, and something is on the outskirts of town, and I believe all of us are doomed if we don't stop it soon. Now, I am Fred, and joining me in the investigation of the outskirts of town is... Nicole. That's right. Now, Nicole... Yes. Hopefully, when we release this episode, which is just a few days from now, we will actually have carved our pumpkin, got candy for all the visitors, and have our costumes completely ready to go. I hope so. Because right now... I think all that's ready is my costumes ready. <laughs> that's Your cost- it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, we have the pumpkin. <clears throat> right. But it's not carved. But see, I bought my my mask. I bought a mask, like a pumpkin, evil pumpkin mask last year at the Spirit Halloween store super sale. <laughs> the day after Halloween Yeah, sale. it was like super cheap. Right. But I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't, I, I got to be inspired at the uh, last minute. So right. my costume is supposed to come Wednesday, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I haven't got candy yet. No, I figure I'll have to do that. Yep, you will. <laughs> Now, I guess uh, since we'll be all ready to go when this releases, we could go ahead and get on to the games? Sure. All right. We like to game with gods. We like to game with dice. So this is what we say. But when the chips were gone and the sun came up, hey, let's see what God played. All right. Well, I've said before that October is the busiest month probably of the entire year. For you. October and work. November for, for us. It's sort of... For you. Yeah. For live event production, it's like the Christmas season, you know, like I've said before. Yeah. It's so, awful. I'm surprised I've got anything played. And yeah. It, and in fact, all I've done is I've, I've by myself played one game. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, I played... I've played a couple of games that I've talked about before with some other people. Like, I played uh, a game of that Rogue Agent with Nate the other day. Yeah, but we've talked about that. Yeah. Because I talked about it with playing with Angela. <clears throat> well, we didn't talk about the fact that I beat him two games in a row. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the, uh, <clears throat> I, did, I did get a chance to play that. And you played, you played what with Angela? I played Patchwork. Right. With Angela. And t- but we've, we've talked, talked about, about that, that before, before too. Yeah. Well, it was either that or uh, Star Realms. She likes that one, too. Yeah. Or a new game, and I didn't, I haven't. I didn't now, I I don't didn't, know how to play anything else. We still, speaking of Star Realms, we still need to get to it. I got Cthulhu Realms. I know, yeah. You told me this. And, then, and I tried to get you to play it, and you were like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I'll make it up however I want, okay? Oh, sure. my, my history is written by me. But you never even said what your single-player game was that you played. <laughs> I played single-player Zombicide, trying to learn how to play it. Right. Now, the reason I got Zombicide is because Target, at the end of September, did some massive deal. Yeah. I should have probably should have tweeted this, you know that? Why I'm did awful. you do that? You're so awful. I get I get busy. <laughs> you? What? But I'm just saying the uh they did some deal where they were like buy two board games, get one free. Yeah. And I noticed that 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 they're doing Amazon price matching now. So I was able to get Zombicide the first game, mm-hmm. Zombicide the Prison, which is the sequel, and then I got uh a few acres of snow for free. No. Or was it the other way around? 
Not a few acres of snow. No, it's not a few acres of snow. I'm sorry. <laughs> a piece of crap. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a dead, of dead of winter. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I got that for free. You talked about this somewhere. Was it just on the guild? I, I don't know. If you're not in our guild, <clears throat> join our guild. We talk about yeah. stuff on occasion. It's pretty weird. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but I got those. Uh, I got Zombicide, and yeah. I played it. And I'm not going to go into too too much detail because we may actually That's play it good. as a feature. I, I can about tell. It right now. I can tell we could play it as a feature. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> but it's would, like I would like to do that. It, it's pretty good though. It's it's nice. Like what what really made me go ahead and say, okay, fine, I'll buy Zombicide. I mean, they're like four games in. You know, and if I haven't decided to buy one by now, I'm, I i didn't think I would. Yeah. But sort of the modern setting really plays into the, you know, the sensibilities of a couple of players that I play with. Well, it's kind of like a bazillion little miniatures too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Well, I mean, I didn't get, of course, if you got the Kickstarter, you get a bazillion times two. Right. You get two b- bazillions. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, oh, <laughs> no. That was weak. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But I went ahead and got it just because uh, it plays into the sensibilities of specifically like Matt and Brock and guys like that. Would They really like modern setting and they like... How many players is that game? Oh, I think it stays the same even if you get an expansion. So, you, I mean, the box is right here. Well, I'm, I can't... Where does it say? Underneath. Uh, why would it do that? That's just silly. <laughs> what? Lift up now that massive box. Drink. This is like 10 pounds. <laughs> oh I know. That's Listen an to that. awkward angle. Listen to that. You should hear her when <laughs> she lifts up a gallon of milk. Um, one to six. Yeah, so it's six players. That's not as many miniatures I thought as, as I thought it was going to be. Oh, 71 minis. That's just like a picture of some of them. Yeah. Well, that's totally... 71's quite well, a few. I, okay, for a second there, I kind of felt ripped well, off. Because s- I remember seeing like this whole mass of right. minis. And, and then I look at the back of the box and it's like there's 12. Uh-huh. And the second game has 90. That's amazing. That's going right? to be cool. And then I bought... Then just because... Oh because they... Uh, in the second game, they did like a, a deal where they... And I haven't played the second game yet, but they did something where they made you allow allowed heroes to come back as like half-turned zombies, like zombies who still have some of their faculties. So they make them... They, like Bob or what? They call him Zombie. What zomb- was his name? Wasn't Bob. What was it? What are you talking about? In a... Oh, we watched that movie thing, that show... The Dawn of the Dead. The Day of the Dead? Yeah. Was it, it was, isn't his name Bob? No, something else starts with a B. Oh, that's right. And he had, he had some, uh, it yeah. was, it was Day of the Dead. George Romero's Day of the Dead. And in it, they had a, uh, zombie that they were experimenting with. Bill? I think it was Bob. I don't think it was Bob. Ah, it doesn't matter. We're going to call him Bob. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can you come back as, as what the they water, call him. He will Bob. They call him, no. They call him a zombivore. Zombivores is what they call him in there. And they allow you to come back as your normal guy. Zombivore. Zombivore. So they eat the other zombies? I guess so. I don't know. But I don't know if they have like an eat attack. I like I, I haven't gotten into the second game, but but I went ahead and bought an expansion because okay. I bought the mall expansion because it includes all the zombivores for the first game's characters. So I was sort of forced into the second game. Right. Like, to that expansion. Yeah, you had no choice. Remember when you were like, you had the knife and you threatened me? <laughs> Order it! You're Order like, it! Buy this game! Buy <laughs> it now! You never have to do that, do you? No. Okay. Well, that's the only thing I got to play, and I'm not going to talk much about it, because I, I seriously think that we're going to play this as a, as a feature sometime. Okay. Unless right? you guys are all sick of horror. In well, which I mean, case, we'll probably do it anyway. I mean, just, just kind of to clarify, Zombicide is a big box of zombies and modular tile system. And they give you various adventures to fight with. Okay. 
And you kill zombies. Okay. That's the basis of it. That's as much as I'll talk about it right now. But that is all that we've got to play this month or this for this last two weeks. I know. This is like the weakest what got played ever. I know. Here's a game we played, but we're not going to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and here's some stuff that we played that we already talked about. Now, I mentioned, by the way, that... Well, I also got busy going because I went to trivia night. Yeah, you got your new game. That's almost a game. She plays trivia at a bar now. <laughs> I know. I know, which is funny because I don't really drink much. So, But the pretzels were delightful. That's right. So Now, I did mention that October was our busiest month. It was my, like one of my busiest months of the year. And I'm really surprised that we got any of these games to the table, like anything at all. Yeah. And that, with like a lot of work, comes a lot of stress. Right. Because, I mean, I'm like working well into the evening every night. And I'm up yeah. early before like working hours every day. Yeah, it's rare for me to see you lately. Yeah, it's just every day, day after day after day. And because of that, you get pretty stressed out. And that got me kind of interested. Whew. Wow. Would you look at that? Magnificent. Here are some peaked interests. All right, now, <clears throat> I put it out on the guild. What games... See? We said we'd talk about I know, games. right? <clears throat> I decided to put it out on the guild, uh, asking our members what games stress them out, and also if any of them were ever scared by a game. Right? Right. Now, I got some answers, that's for sure. Yeah, which but is But bef cool. before I go to their answers, would you like to give your answers? Oh, Do you have any before? answers? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. We should, right? Yeah. I've got... I, I listed, I thought we were doing five of them, so I got five. I think I got five. I got to find them, though, Cash. Did you lose <laughs> your mind? No, go ahead and give me your uh, number five. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'll gonna, find them. I'm going to do these in order by reverse order. So one of mine, and I'll talk slowly so you can find it, <laughs> is Escape. Curse of the Temple. Are you a... Oh, really? Well, it's... I mean, that one... I think that one stresses out pretty much everybody who plays it. I've heard on other pad, podcasts people won't play it because it stresses them out too bad. Really? Yeah. Because you're timed and you're not going to find this, are you? I don't know if I am or not. Oh, my gosh. I found it. Good, because you yelled at me earlier for not being prepared. I do. I, I found him. Ha! Who's not prepared now? <clears throat> you. I'm, I'm talking about mine. What was your fifth one? I don't know. Were you listening? What was it? <laughs> it was Escape, the Curse of the Temple. Very good. You get a cookie. <laughs> Later, I'll have one. Okay. Well, I know. I got ice cream. But, uh, uh, no cookies. Not the same. <laughs> the uh... But okay, the whole timer thing. Like, the whole point, the game plays literally in 10 minutes. Right. Because you're timed. You've got a soundtrack playing, and while the soundtrack is going, he's like, got drums going. Boom, 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 is boom, this boom, in boom, order? Boom, boom. This is your fifth, fifth stre most stressful? Okay, mine are stressful for different reasons. So this is the one that, that I think, this is probably going to be the one that I think most people will will have said yeah. stresses them out. Really? I think most people would agree with this one. So am I supposed to go in order of least stressful to most stressful? Or just listing do. five stressful games? <laughs> just five stressful games. Because I couldn't order them based on that. That's just, that's the most, that one I think the most people would agree with. Really? Yes. That doesn't mean it stresses me out the most versus my other list. That, that's yeah. what mine are in no particular order because I can't order them. I just can't. Huh. You'll find out what I mean in a minute. Okay. Keep talking. Okay. Well, my number five, this is my one that stresses me out the least of the games, is actually Sons of Anarchy. That one stresses you out? It stresses me out. Just I, because people attack you? 
Just because it, it can just dramatically swing, you know, one way or the other. And because you got attacked? Yeah. Your ego was bruised? No, just, it's it's just, <laughs> it, it, honestly, I'm just saying that I was like massively stressed out during that game. That's incredible. I didn't think that game was at all stressful. I, I was, was like, I was, I, I, you didn't, you didn't, you got stepped on early and didn't have your like kingdom crumble. You never, just never had a kingdom. No, I suck at games. We know this. <laughs> Whatever. That one kind of worked me up though. For some reason, that territory control, and this is another thing that was, that was bad about it is because you knew where you had to go. Uh-huh. And someone else was there and you were like I could fight them but I don't know and I really need that space and if they decide to throw everything in there I'm going to get blown away and it stressed oh, me God, out. God, this totally makes sense cuz you're you don't like confrontation. You will sidestep it. <laughs> you will. I'll try to find a way around. I've only seen you really just like like one time just head on into confrontation. When was that? That was I can't talk about it on the podcast because you said a bad word. I never, I never. You cursed. did. Some guy was like going to cut you off. Oh, uh, whatever. And you, you're like, rah, rah, and the guy like kind of looked at you, and that's like the closest to confrontation I've ever seen you get. Okay. I mean, that was like the maddest I've ever seen you get. Well, what's your number so four? You, you Enough don't of confront. this. Enough of this. It was funny. I don't want this smack talk. Okay. <laughs> See, let's sidestep that. Now conversation. I'm going to confront you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so number funny. four. Um, okay, so Sheriff of Nottingham. Really? Kind of stresses me out. You're kidding. Because you have to lie. The whole point is lying about what you have and convincing others that you're not lying about it. And it's kind of, yeah, it stresses me out a little bit because I found, I'm, I'm not that good of a liar. That one was a weird exercise because I, I found that, that I, I just started like working on my lies during it because you lie so often in that game that you I was just to. working on all these variables and pretty soon I was able to kind of throw everybody off by the end of the game. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. You had no sense. We just always think you're lying. <laughs> but I'm like staring your mother in the eyes going, I have two cheese. And your mom is looking at me going, hmm, I think she's lying. It's awful. What a horrible feeling. Like, I don't think I could play it with your dad. <laughs> oh, no way. He'd wear his reading glasses and he'd peek up over his reading glasses at you. <laughs> it would be awful. <laughs> he'd, he'd stare a hole right through you. So that one kind of that stresses me out. Um, I'm going to say, and this is similar to the same, for the same reasons, I'm going to say my number four is Lords of Waterdeep. Huh. And it's the same kind of thing, except it seems like even more... Then Sons of Anarchy, I cannot do anything about it when someone blocks my space. And this includes pretty much all worker placement games. Yeah. I get really worked up because I'm sitting there. My brain is has formulated this perfect plan. And I'm going, don't take my space. Don't take my space. Don't take it. Don't take it. You can't take it. Don't take it. It'd be so stupid. You need to take this before you take that. And I know. And I've worked out your turn, too. And I'm sitting there going, you have to do this, then this, then this, then this. And that's the optimal turn. And then you take my space. And everybody knows that when you play a worker placement game, someone has to look over to you and go, oh, really? You had to take that space, didn't you? Well, that's the point of the game. I know. I know. Partly to get what you need, but then partly just to block somebody and anticipate it for later. I think the point of the game is to crush your enemies. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but that's... <clears throat> Those get me pretty stressed out. They get me worked up. And All Lords right. of Waterdeep is probably the one we played the most. So I just listened to Lords of Waterdeep. Okay. So my next one would be Seasons. Works you up. 
Do you know why? This is going to sound so stupid. Because you like to beat me at games. No, I love I love that <laughs> game. I think it's a super good time. I yeah. really enjoy the cards, and it's got so much variety to right. it. But this game is for up to four players. Yeah. And ideally, it plays best with three. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing. Because there's three rounds that you get to play. That you get you get stressed you play, out because Oh, it just rocks <laughs> the crap, crap out of me. Why would you ever make a game called Seasons? Right. Because there's four seasons and you only include three. And you three. only make three rounds. I mean there's no variation <laughs> to a fourth round. It is three rounds. Oh That's my God. it. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Look, on the on their planet there's only three seasons. That's stupid. There were four seasons in the game, but you still only get three rounds. <laughs> and who plays games three players? I mean, sometimes, but you know, you got couples. You got couples with couples. Yeah, you, it's like they call them a third wheel for a reason. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> and maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Except we got the game after Matt got his woman, but so we didn't have that third wheel problem <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but. Really? Remember when he dragged her in by the hair? <laughs> I do. It was funny. <laughs> he just clubbed her. <laughs> when Matt goes out clubbing, it means something totally different. Absolutely. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just kidding, Brianna. We love you. <laughs> um, but seriously, yeah. three rounds. So I'm that with just you. Believe me. It stresses me out. It doesn't stress me out, but just, it just makes me go, why? It's so stupid. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Number three was seasons for you. I love the game, though. Wow. I would say number two or number three for me. Is Escape the Curse of the Temple. See? Now, I think that's probably going to be our most common. That's probably the one that people would name the most commonly. It is stressful. It's timed. But the thing is... And the drums. The drumming. The drums are fine and everything's cool. But, you know, one thing that stresses me out about this game that people don't talk about is how much I see in my periphery what I perceive as someone cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I think this game is prone to more casual cheating than any game in history. Probably. I mean, it's just like they're shaking dice and people just keep picking them up or they scoop them up so fast. Uh They're like, oops, I picked up a mask. And it's like, you're a cheater, what? Yeah. And you can't address that when you're in that stressful time situation. You can't go, wait, pause. Nicole cheated. Hey. (laughs) No? Pick on yourself. (laughs) Okay, wait, stop. Fred obviously made a mistake, but he would never (laughs) cheat. (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah that one's definitely stressful right um so my number two number oh okay because we're going in backwards reverse order upside down i don't don't know i'm I'm going from least stressful to most stressful. going down my list uh so my next one would be dice masters you get stressed at dice masters i get so stressed out at dice masters and again it's going to be the stupidest reason there's that (laughs) mat that playing field and for some reason, it just does not compute in my brain of who's supposed to go where when they get attacked and beaten. If they're supposed to go into the little, what's the side thing called? The little the knocked uh, out. Knocked out or. The used. Used. If they, freaking... if, they, if they get knocked out, they oh, go God. in the knocked out pile. If they don't get knocked out, they go in the used pile. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I can't wrap my brain around it. There's some little missing piece of logic that it should, it's not, it doesn't click. Well, I can, it's because on I an attack, the there's like, actually like three places they could technically go. Oh, God. Because they can stay in the field, too. But if they Which success, make... if they hit another person's characters, they stay on the field. <laughs> if they hit the other person, they go into the used. If they what? get knocked out, they get knocked out. 
It's, it's, you have to play this game with me 17 times now. We're going to put this know, on the 17. No, we played it a bunch list. of times. That's the worst <laughs> part. And every time I'm like, okay, who got knocked out? I don't know what it is about that thing. It's just there's something that does not click right with me. And that stresses me out because I feel like a giant moron. Well, we got a ton of the Dungeons and Dragons ones of those. And we, and we haven't have even play played it. it yet. You won't play it. With I will me. totally play it with you. All right, right now. Just, no, we're okay. doing a podcast. Dang it. It's always something. <laughs> All right, number two. Work. <laughs> number two for me, <clears throat> Agents of Smirsh. Wait, that's a fun one. It's fun until the very end. When you lose? And then you're like looking at the tokens and you're trying to decide, <laughs> do I push on for more tokens or do I stop and flip them? Yeah. And you sit there and stress about it. And it, you got to realize that I have stressed for three or more turns. At the point where we go, okay, we'll find the last piece of intel so we can finish this. Uh-huh. Because I will purposely not do it to keep collecting tokens so that we can have, like, a nice so you can pool. guarantee that you've beat him because you've got every piece of intel available. Look, <laughs> I've only won this once and the recording was lost. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it stresses me out. Okay. All right, what's your number one? My last one <clears throat> is Infinite City. Is it because it's your favorite game of all it's time? It's not my favorite game of all time. You guys keep saying, okay, we went to we went to Gen Con. This was one of the games that we got to play. And I was like, this is really fun. I really like it. So I think it was one of the earlier games that I just right. went ahead and purchased. Okay. Like, probably not the very first game that I just purchased, <laughs> but one of the first ones that I was like, right. I'm getting this game. I really like this game. Yeah. So then Fred, of course, we get home and we're like, hey, look at the stuff we got, blah, blah, blah. Hey, yeah. Matt, let's play a game. And you're like, this is Nicole's all-time favorite game. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I like it. It's, yeah. I think it, I thought it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a very, it's similar to that Among the Stars. And, you know, you've got like the little tiles and, and they all kind of feed off of each other. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's It's a title-laying game, and you, you kind of create little synergies with but your But then, of course, so we play points. it for the first time with Matt and Brianna, and they're just <laughs> like, meh. And I, I'm like, I didn't say it was the best game of all time, but of course, now everybody says it's the best game of all time. You love it. It's your favorite game. So now I feel like I almost need to sell the stupid thing because Aww. I can't even get it to the table. Come on. I can't even bring it to the table. Yes, you can. Without you guys giving me crap well, about no. how it's such a good game, but nobody likes it. This is the worst part is, is I think it's an okay game, and I've won every time we've Shut played. Up. <laughs> That's my list. Whoa. <laughs> stressed out I'm already. I'm so stressed out. Well, I don't like this conversation. Okay, fine. now I'm super worked up. You know what my number one game is? Oh. Scotland Yard with you playing as Jack the Ripper is the most stressful game to me. Scotland Yard? Right. If I play as... I don't even remember even playing You that. and I have not played it, but I've played it before. And when you're playing as Jack the Ripper <laughs> with a bunch of guys hunting you down, and it gets down to these weird situations where it's like a coin toss. This guy's either going to go right or left. If he goes left, he finds me, and I lose the game. And you're just sitting there holding your breath and not looking at the board and trying so hard not to give up your position. <laughs> and it's, it's really, really stressful. Were you? That's why I was amazed when you, we played Fury or uh, Fury of Dracula that you weren't stressed out about it very much. But that's no. because you don't instantly lose the game. No. When you add in the factor where you instantly lose the game, you would be freaking in your pants. 
<laughs> That's my new church version of that saying. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'll freak in your pants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. <clears throat> now, I did say I threw this out onto the guild. Yeah. Uh, now, Brendan said he said he said he found. He some, said he said. He said he said. <laughs> he said he once said that he said that this thing. <laughs> he said he found himself uh, stressed out by two kind of games. <laughs> he said real time games like Curse of the Temple and inter- intense interpersonal games like The Resistance. Oh yeah. <clears throat> he said that the only way he's ever felt any kind of fear during a game was maybe if they. Like really read in and really kind of role played it up the flavor text on games like Elder Sight or Touch of Evil, but he didn't say he actually called him caused him to be scared or actually afraid. Yeah, I don't think <clears throat> did, we didn't answer that ourselves. I don't really feel like I ever got scared by a game. I don't know. Ouija, the- Ouija board, boom! You never got scared by a Ouija board? No. Come on, it's a game. There wasn't a time in your life where you're like, "What if spirits really are real?" When I was like, "No, I didn't actually." Did you play Ouija? You know, I had I had a really fancy, nice one. Somebody yeah. gave it to me. It had like a round planchette. Or, right. Is that what that's called? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, and the, a round board. It was really nice. But uh, I used to work at a bookstore. Right. And so we had a Harry Potter Harry Potter party. Yeah. And uh, my manager, my uh, branch man, or branch, no, uh, store manager played uh, Lonnie Trelawney. <laughs> The yeah. fortune teller. So yeah. I let her use the board, and she kind of dug that stuff, so I just let her keep it. Wow. Well, there you go. I know. Boring story. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's the only game that can actually cause real fear. And it, and it depends on buy-in. No. It depends on buy-in. Well. If your buy-in is 100% that spirits exist, which a lot of people do, okay? A yeah. lot of people believe that ghosts exist, that spirits exist, that, that stuff can communicate from the other side. And if you believe that, I guarantee Ouija should be the number one answer. If, but I, you know, of course, to us, it's not really a game. It's like an activity, and it's it's you know, like stiff well, as a board, just, light as a feather, as far as I'm concerned. You know, that that works. That's though. scary. That's like cooler than a Ouija board. <laughs> okay, that then. actually works. All right. Like, I mean, you can <clears throat> pick up a heftier person, and yeah. it, it totally works. It's well, pretty cool. And they're light as a feather. Yes, Whoa. it's really bizarre. Okay, but no, I just I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that spirits do or don't exist. Whatever. But still, yeah. it, it says on the side, brought to you by Milton Bradley. And the spirits. A game. Yeah, the spirits of Milton and Bradley. <laughs> no. I hardly call it a game. Yeah. But that's the closest thing I can come up with. Uh, Daniel says no game scares him, uh, but they, he does get stressed out. Uh, he gets stressed out primarily by hidden role games. Uh-huh. Where uh, he's been, you know, where he's been lying a lot and uh, other people are trying to see, you know, what he does or what he is up to and try to figure out his double bluff, you know. He also says he remembers a game of study in Emerald where he needed a guy not to buy an agent so he could kill his main agent at the end of the game. And end the game. And end the game, sealing sealing my something when his hands were (laughs) shaking, playing uh, his last card to blow him up. So he was like, you know, waiting for that ending. That's the same right. kind of that's the same kind of tension that these games create when you're like, please don't do this thing, please don't do this thing, please I got to do this, I got to just have this one space, please, please, please. That's that worker placement thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that that stresses me out. Now I don't know about shaking. That's crazy, man. He really wanted to beat that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe he was his friend. He had a vendetta. Were you uh, playing that game with him? No. Nobody wants to beat me. Whatever. You do? Oh my yes. goodness! Now I learned something new. Uh, Mike says, uh, stress that he hasn't found one that scares him or his kids. 
uh, but they like to incorporate theme into their games. Uh, they don't uh, extend it to the suspense of, of, of disbelief. Okay. What? He says uh, it doesn't do it to the extent that it suspends our disbelief enough to enter the game. But from his collection, he'd like to say Dead of Winter has the possibility and, and again, stress. So, I guess Dead of Winter causes stress. Now, I can understand that because Dead of Winter is one of these games that uh, not you have, like, hidden agendas. And, well, so, and it's a creepy theme. Well, I mean, I think beyond the creepy theme, it's a hidden agenda thing where you... You have these, these, you know, you can't, you've got to collect this much food and someone's, go, and the rest of the team's going hungry and you won't share all the food they need not to be penalized for going hungry. Right. You know? Then they selfish. hate you. They're like, really? You're going to keep that food? And you're like, yeah. I would. Yeah, I'm sorry. These are my baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what survives the zombie apocalypse. Anyways, thanks for all the replies. And uh, anyone listening, feel free to join our guild at BoardGameGeek.com. I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's where it is. Yeah. And uh, just take part in our show. Uh, all you have to do is uh, click the forum button at the top of our webpage if it loads up and the server's not down. And we apologize <laughs> for that. <laughs> what is it, four days now? I think yeah, so. And their customer service <clears throat> has been awesome. Right. So, so anyway. Anyway, um, stay tuned in future. We may be getting new email addresses, all too. Right. But for now, you can still try and get just the old ones. Now, here is the good news, though. We, Even though we said we haven't played very many games, we actually did finish... Our last in our current five for five. Oh, thank goodness. Didn't we? All right. All right. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. This is a five for five update. All right, Nicole. We finished Battle at Kimball's Cascade. Ah, uh, yes. One of the worst titled games ever. Yeah, it? what the heck, man? It sounds like a war game. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to play it. Like, I didn't have want to have anything to do with it at first because I thought yeah. it was just going to be like some... Yeah, wouldn't you Wouldn't you imagine if someone said Battle at Kimball's Cascade I'm that it would be... some little miniature Some war sort game. of, like, revolutionary war thing and there's a waterfall on a bland map with lots of chits. No, I was picturing, <laughs> That's like... What I thought. Like, having to build a terrain and you got a little mountain over there, a little hill, a little mound. Really? That's so you... where all the Indians were buried under the mound. I mean, you know I was thinking something we very, to? very kind of stale, stale, and and even more boring than even a few acres of snow for me. Yeah, that that's what that name implies to me. Yes, but this is not that at all. No, no, this is this a is game like Zaxxon or it's like Galaga, Galaga, yeah. Right. So it's like this Space classic, invaders. classic eighties shooting game with a little spaceship at the bottom of a scrolling screen of enemies that come down at you. Yeah. And these enemies are are a, a series of rows. They have these little plastic uh, trays, trays that make up rows, and you play five rows on the screen at once. And they scroll down towards you, and they have three cards apiece in our two-player game, and that can expand out uh, to larger rows with uh, more players, so they would have five cards per row. Yeah. <clears throat> and you are maneuvering a little spaceship in between these little rows, and each of the cards has two spaces, so we actually had six spaces across. Mm-hmm. represented by three cards that are double-spaced, and each one would have, like, little asteroids on it and little enemy spaceships with little hit points and... and uh, space mines. Right. They'd have all these little A features. space labyrinth. That was, like, probably Whoa. my favorite. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of little cards here, and we fly a spaceship up from the south of the of the action and into the action. Is it south in space? Yes, it is. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know. We need two more directions, don't we, to do that? To do space? Yeah. 
North, south, east, west. Gleep and glop. There you go. No. <laughs> so, uh, Wizard and Spock. No, right. I'm just kidding. So uh, <clears throat> there's no dice in this game, and you're just moving your little ship around, and every turn you kind of start off with uh, with by playing these little cards. They call them sensor cards, and they just have a number on them, and the numbers are from, they're in multiples from of 20. 10. There are multiples of 10, and they go from... From, 10 all the way up to I thought it started 400. at 20. 20 was the lowest I saw. Okay. Well, maybe it goes 20 from to 400. 20 to 400. Yeah. And you 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 get two of these cards in your hand at one time, and you play one of them. And whoever has the highest number gets to go first that turn. Right. So turn turn has an initiative right up front. You right. get an initiative phase. And then you get to do two actions every turn. You get to move once and shoot once. Then if you want to, you have what are represented as hit points called energy of your ship. So that's a representation of your of how many how much damage you can take. When you run out of energy, your ship is destroyed. So you can push by spending one energy point. You only get five of these at the start of the game. And you can push and spend one energy point and either move again or shoot again. And you can do that again a second time, and it costs you two energy this time. And you can move again or shoot again. Right. But only one or the other. And then once you finish your turn, you end your turn, and the other player takes their turn, does a move and shoot. Then you uh, slide the bottom row off. So you take the cards off the bottom tray, move that tray to the top of the rows, draw three new cards and put them on top, and that becomes the next row of the scrolling cards towards you. Yes. <clears throat> now, i got to mention during setup, you do have to do a bit of a... of a. It is a little bit of a lengthy setup. because it's, you have It to, wasn't as long as what you seem to think it was. Well, I mean, they have... The, the, you have to build a game deck. You shuffle, There's four boss cards you have to shuffle, place one down. Then you've got four different decks that you have to shuffle and then draw, like, deal out a certain number of those cards, and that'll fill a certain number of rows of that type of card. Yeah. And they've got, like, squadron cards that, that feature lots of little ships flying at you. They have asteroid cards that feature lots of, you know, debris. They have, uh, I don't know what the other ones were. They were represented by W and F. I didn't know what those meant. But uh, at least flowers. there wasn't a T in the middle of those. <laughs> <laughs> there is a T. There's tunnel cards. Oh, jeez. So WTFs are the last <laughs> cards. <laughs> Work time funds. Right. Anyway, the uh, so you have to kind of shuffle those up and deal them out, and then you build this nice stack of cards. Then you each get like a secret, you know, a little mission that's not secret. It's actually a public mission. And then there's little achievements to gain points. So you got a mission that gives you certain points, and it might be something like go shopping four times. Uh-huh. Or it might be... Or use so much energy. Right. This, and end the turn with one point of energy three times. Right. And then you'll get some points. And then there's some other ones that are up top where it's like, you know, be scroll pushed into an asteroid. Because if you ever are at the bottom row and the scroll happens, you actually just get pushed straight forward to the next row and run into whatever's Whatever's there. in front of you, you're going to hit it. <clears throat> right. Now, uh, something else you uh, you can do in this game is you can, instead of moving and shooting, you can choose to power down. And you get a couple of energy back. And, uh, and then our, you get to go shopping. Yeah, and then you get to go shopping and spend the the, monet, the money in the game, which is Nicole's favorite part of the no. game. You hate this so much. Balonium. <laughs> I don't like it. I think I like it more because you don't like it. I am sure of that. <laughs> Balonium. Balonium was, is, the, is the money. And you get it for shooting other ships. Uh, sometimes... If a card comes onto the field that has like a little uh, balonium symbol in the middle of the two spaces, then you all get a balonium for it coming on the screen. Yeah. And you spend it. Now, in this game, you can upgrade just like a normal arcade game like that. Yeah. You know? So you, <laughs> you buy can buy better weapons right. and best shield. 
so that you don't have to yeah you know, there's take there's four damage. upgrades for your ship and four different weapons you could buy mm-hmm. and they're all cool yeah oh definitely except for the flamethrower no flamethrower i know it's fine me too i liked it yeah. overall <laughs> i just didn't like it in that particular game that we played Right. Because it didn't do me any good at all. Right. Now, as you, and, and this, the deck that you build is kind of built so that you go in a sequence of cards that go from easy to harder. Yeah. And then the hardest. And the boss comes up at the very end and he's really, really tough. Yeah. But he's worth tons of points. Tons of points. Like, I mean, the game is won or lost. I, I could I could easily tell in the boss rounds. Eh. You don't think so? A couple of ghost games, no. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Dang. It just wasn't even close. Okay. Well, <laughs> here's something I'm going to say. I didn't feel like there was that much luck here. And I think you're wrong, sir. I, I I didn't feel like it swung that much, and I felt like we actually played fairly close with the exception of one game. I don't know. I I thought it was... I thought there was a vast, a, a, a decent amount of luck just based on the uh, initiative cards. Yeah. Because if I've got like a 20 and a 60, guess what? I'm not going first. There's nothing I can do about it. And if you are going first... Yeah. Then you're just going to annihilate me in your turns. You're going to take everything before I have a chance to get to it. But even when you were going before me, I still felt like I had plenty of options of what to do. <clears throat> Honestly, I, didn't, I I hardly ever felt like you were really ripping me off before yeah. I got a chance to do something. Because I felt like six spaces was pretty wide amount of play area for two ships. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think that, honestly, strategic move in, movement and efficiency wins this game. Yes. Not just a card draw at the top of the turn. Okay, no, but still. <clears throat> but you have to, like, know when to spend that energy, when to power down. No, and... when to walk away. <clears throat> right. Sorry. And <laughs> and you can take risks. I mean, if you play the very top row and let stuff scroll in right in front of you, you might be putting yourself in a really horrible position, you know, to begin your next turn, but you might have access to new things that the other player, you know, before the other player has a chance. Yeah. Because uh, in this game, every time you end next to some sort of enemy ship or some kind of like big object or whatever, they cause threat. And you have a threat meter where it goes up every turn and you have to try to reduce that threat or take that in damage of energy by the end of your following turn. Right. Because you gain the threat at the end of your turn. It's how you end your turn that gains the threat you have to deal with for the next turn. So sometimes, some of these things, especially towards the end, will cause like seven threat. Yeah, and there's no way. You can't move seven times to get right. rid of your threat. Because if you move once, you, you reduce your threat once. Right. And if you get a shield, it reduces your threat by one. You right, know? and then you can advance your shield <coughs> if you can spend the money. Right. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's crazy stuff. Yeah. But so, I mean, really, there's a lot of strategic movement, like where you end up. I mean, sometimes I found it was it was better for me to run into an enemy to blow it up and and instead of actually ending my turns where I was sitting there, you know? You did that quite a few times, too. It seems... I didn't really do it that often. I know, but I'm a maniac. I don't know. <laughs> now, here's something else I'm going to say. I think the theme actually comes through pretty well with one exception. You okay. lose that dexterity. Well, yeah, because you get to That sense of dexterity. Oh, well, you wouldn't be able to do that in this right. type of game anyway. Yeah, the real thing has this really close... You know, pixel perfect movement that you have to do in between these shots that come in, and this sort of, you have to be really accurate and real dexterous. And this is not like that at all. No, I mean it's completely devoid of that. It just gives you the setup, but not the actual. I don't think feel. 
Well, that's like saying with Boss Monster that you would... It I mean, feels nothing no, like No, it doesn't feel like a side... <laughs> I mean, it feels like a side-scroller in, you know, the theme of it. Right. You can see it going across right. there, but you're not going to fall in the pit right. just because you didn't hit the button at the right time. But I think this one has a way better implemented theme than Boss Monster. Way better. I don't know. They're both pretty good. This one's way better. I, I kind of dig these, you know, video game right. games. Now, you do get, there are four different players that can play it. It's like, or no, it's up to five. You can play five different characters, but all the characters are essentially just a different color with a different ship, but exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, they're exactly the same. And and that's something they really could have done to improve the game was maybe, maybe give you some kind of one, like ability apiece, something. Maybe. It would have added to the variety a lot more. It does need more variety. I'll <laughs> say that about that's it. That's what I'm going to say. By the end of the fifth yeah. game, I felt like this game needed a little more variety. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> yeah. It needs more variety. Right. Which is just more decks, really. More decks or different enemies or, or just some variants. I don't know. Yeah. And it came with variants. And we, we actually, in the scope of five games, played every single variant we could. Yeah. And and felt like we needed more. Yeah, it didn't feel like... I mean, the variants didn't feel that different, except for that yeah. last one was really short in comparison. Yeah, the that's tunnel setup it. was really short. Really short. Yeah, but that was about the only difference. Right. I don't know. The only thing, the only other thing I'll say about this though is, whenever you're fighting the enemies in the mm-hmm. game, not all of them gave you a reward. Right. Which, when you're playing a real video game, you know, your, your reward is going to be getting to the end. Yeah. When you're playing a game against someone else, where you're both going to get to the end, and one of you has to beat them up. Yeah. I need more rewards. I need to be able to build my my own ship. Right. And if you're in there, like that last game, especially. You got, like, every single reward. I barely had any. Or not the last game. The next to last game. Yeah. You got every single reward. I got nothing. I think I think I may, maybe managed to get, like, five <clears throat> Bologna or something. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't build up my weapons. I couldn't do anything because everybody that I killed mm-hmm. was just so that I wouldn't get hit next round. Well, and that was by design. I wanted you to lose that game. Thank you for that. <laughs> for stacking the deck against me. <clears throat> I like to beat you, Nicole. No, but, so, I mean, I can't... I, for that reason, I would say... Every single enemy should have some sort of reward. Maybe mm-hmm. give them where, like, this one's worth two and this one's only worth one. Yeah. That kind of thing. But to have so many enemies give you nothing. Right. It sucks. Now, I, hate, we, I hate that part of it. We played this game five times and we and the, the score tracker goes to 20 points. Yeah. And we only went, I, I think I was the only one who went over 20 points. Right? Ever. Yeah. I think you got to 20, but I went over 20 and it was only one time and... You went yeah. over 20 like three times. Did I? Yes. I sound pretty good. You beat me every single game. Oh, so I swept you? Yes. Oh, tell me again what I did. Oh, it feels great. <laughs> Sing my accolades. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> it, it was it was just, it blew me away. And then yes. it was like the, the last time I thought, I thought I might have a chance. Right. And then the game was so short. We just, we ended up almost tying and then you cheated and did one last special move. Oh, I had a card to blow myself up to get my, to, without giving you any glory. Yeah. So you blew yourself up. I know. I put myself in a super dangerous situation, blew myself up with a card that gives her no glory, which makes me come back ethereal. And I was off the board when it scrolled out the last slot. Yeah. (laughs) Which gave you zero points. Gave me zero points. (laughs) So, it took you by one. That was a stressful game for me. It that, was, that was a close. stressful game. That was close. Yeah. 
But yeah, you beat me every time. Right. So I swept you at But Kemble's. having said that, I would still play it again. But it, it does need... <clears throat> I have to wait a little while because it... If it, we play it again, I want to play it with a lot more people. I want to play a full count. That'd be fun. Yeah. I think that might change it up but because we were really head-to-head. But that makes it more competitive. Yeah. You well, I, I don't know what... I don't even know what more people would add to that game, really. Chaos. Well, barely. A little bit. Stealing all my balonium. <clears throat> so that's the last game, though, of our 5 for 5, Nicole. Yeah, that was it. Right. So... This, this one started so long. Wow. Five for five. Wow. And it's just your fault. Right. Because <laughs> you beat me at Flux the board game. Well, yeah. Look at that. You took one. I took one. Just like that. And I only took it by one game. It was <laughs> my winning three games to your winning two. Right. And I had On a game that's on completely 100% luck based. That's not luck, is it? Did I say that? <laughs> we played Resident Evil, the deck building game, and, and I took you four to one. Yep. We played a lot of variants in that, but of course, I bought how many sets of it to get all those variants? Cheap. Yeah. I think I spent 50, 60 bucks total on all of it. So, anyway, uh, we played Few Acres of Snow twice, and that was all we needed. And we can't be punished anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yep. We won't finish this five for five until next year if we actually have to play three more games of that. Right, because I just will not play games. <laughs> Again, though, offer still stands. Anyone wants us to finish it, <coughs> 50 bucks a game. God. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> and we played Battle at Kemble's Cascade, and I beat you barely 5-0. to zero. And we played Indigo. You didn't say that. We one. did play Indigo. Who I won that? Not me. I did. You three did. games to zero. Yeah. Three games. We played, and we, we played two games Matt with Matt and, and Brianna. Brianna. And Matt won one and Brianna won and one. I and I won zero of those. Yeah, well, I didn't win any anyway against anyone. I think at you all. beat me in both those games, though. I need to take that. Maybe I can beat Angela. I think you can. Probably not. I don't know. She's tricky. But here's the good news. is Because we finished this 5 for 5, we can finally move on to a new 5 for 5. Finally. Are Let's you excited? See. I am. I'm just hoping we'll actually have time to play any of them, sir. Well, what is the first on our 5 for 5 list? I don't know. Where'd my list go? I don't know. Where'd, where'd it go? Um, Check your envelope. <laughs> <laughs> I just have little notes scrawled around. There's my note from last podcast, see? Really? Um. Anyhow, uh, Grizzled. The Grizzled. We're going to play The Grizzled. Right. Which, every time I say that, do you remember back in the, some decades ago, whatever it was, um, that Tales <laughs> from the Dark Side? Yes. Where they had the uh, the Grither? Yes. Every time I say The Grizzled, it makes me think oh, The Grither. Man. If so, you guys If you guys want a nice holiday treat, watch The Grithered. The Grither episode <laughs> the grither. of... Tales from the Dark Side. That what a good time. Thing creeps me out. <laughs> if you like, if you guys like horror holidays, skip Nightmare Before Christmas and watch The Grither. <laughs> so honestly, whenever I heard about this game, I, I that was the first thing that popped into my head. I was like, "Ooh, is this some scary holiday game?" And then it turns out it's nothing to do with anything. No, it's a like World that. War One cooperative game about people being <laughs> stressed out. Right. What's so, next? Uh, Warehouse Fifty One. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about that one. That was my... Because uh... you Warehouse 50 won it? I did win it. <laughs> <laughs> I won that one uh, on a contest for... Uh, Gen Camp. Camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pinch poke. Yo, <laughs> oh get Coke. Goodness. I don't have any Coke. <laughs> I, I got a root beer here. All right. Um, root. You got to say the next one because I never say it right. Devastation. Devastation of Indines. Now, here's something funny. Is that everybody that is, has heard of this game calls it endines because it's i-n-d-i-n-e-s and everybody would think it's like a diner right it's not if you go inside the book and read like i think it's at the bottom of the first page or second page it actually says 
The game is pronounced in Deans. So neener neener. Chicken neener. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so uh Devastation of Indians. Okay. I will never You're say not that excited name. about that, are you? <laughs> Mostly because of the name. <clears throat> well, we're gonna fight it out. Okay. Uh roll through the ages. Roll through the ages, that's a good one. Really, really nice components. Big chunky wooden dice and a fun we... little tracker board. It's like cribbage dice game almost. Okay, yeah. We did play this like one time. <clears throat> right. Like a million years ago. One million, a for million, sure. A million. One million years ago. <laughs> exact number. And the last one yeah. is Confusion. Oh, wait a second. What is this game again? I'm confused. <laughs> uh, confusion. That's right. Now, this is uh, sort of a little checkers kind of chess kind of like game, right? It's a two-player Sort of like Stratego, except with variable pieces. I don't know. I don't remember. We played it one time. It comes with dry erase boards. I remember that there's a there's a board. It's gridded off. It comes with dry erase boards. And you write and stuff down. You write down secret stuff in there, and then you, you kind of reveal win. stuff. And then I beat you the only time we played it. What's new? I'll never forget I'm telling the you, the audience is going to get you. sick of hearing about the you beating me all the time. The one time I ever beat you. Confusion. <laughs> Many years. What'd you say? A million years ago. <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> so that's our new five for five list. You excited to play it? I am. Good. Yeah, and Good. I think these. I like. I think they're all kind of shorter games. <laughs> we kind of did that on purpose. I, guess, I know because I've been so busy. You've been too busy. It's, it's nuts. But Oops. guess what, Nicole? It is, of course, as of the re- release of this episode, Halloween Eve, and we have played yet another horror themed game. But I think we should talk about a couple of our other Halloween traditions. All these games. All right, now, we're doing it this year. What? We missed it last year, but we're doing it this year. What is it? Caramel Apple Night. Oh, it's been so long since we've done it, I forgot. Now, this is something any of you guys can do. This is not something that's special to us. Although we are very special. (laughs) But we feel special when we do it. Yes. Now, this this is a night that all we decided to do was... We kind of like, this just dawned on us one time, and you guys, anybody with children listening probably go, oh, we do this every year. Probably, but we don't have kids. We <laughs> but have without a dog. children, and your dog doesn't doesn't do this, you make carameled apples. Yeah. And you invite people over to make carameled apples with you. Yeah. And they look at you like you're a weirdo. <laughs> well, they think you're weird, and then they dip their own apple. Because everybody dips their own apple, and they all make their own apple. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then Fred tries to ruin your apple by putting sprinkles on it. I will sprinkle everywhere. Ugh. What? <laughs> you don't like the sprinkles? No. Did I put sprinkles on it? You did one year. Yeah, it wasn't very there good. There was like sprinkle transference. You I know couldn't what it get was? them off. <laughs> they were the wrong kind of sprinkles. The sprinkles should be those like long sort of pill-shaped ones. The ones not that the actually... Little, not the little BBs. The little hard ones? Ugh, we had the, No, the softer ones. I, they're the ones that have bad flavor or the ones that have no flavor and just hurt your teeth? The bad flavored ones. Those are the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no I don't sprinkles. Like, I don't like the little crunchy balls. I, I don't like any sprinkles. <laughs> no sprinkles. We're going to sprinkle yours this year. No nuts. But uh, we're no doing sprinkles, that. You know, as caramel. the recording of this, we're doing... We're, we're like three days, four days out from Halloween right now. And we're going to do that in two days. When the Royals aren't playing. Right, because the Royals are doing too well right now. Oh, let's not talk and... about it. I don't want anybody blaming us for 
anybody winning and or losing. Okay, I want everybody good luck. We're going to have Caramel Apple Night this Thursday. <laughs> now, Caramel Apple Night is not anything other than just inviting people over, dipping carameled apples at the start of the night. We all put them in the fridge. And our secret to this is, is we actually get wax paper out and then spray Pam on the wax paper. Oh, and you then have the caramel to. just pops right off. You have to. But if you do not Pam it, you are going to have... Paper, paper caramel. Caramel apple gross. <laughs> With sprinkles. <laughs> Black out of it. Yes, Pam is the secret. Right. Yeah, even if you don't like using Pam, I'm sorry, you got you got to. Come you on, Pam. Absolutely it. have to. <laughs> that was terrible. Come on. The uh now <clears throat> it doesn't matter what we really do beyond making those classic caramel apples. Most of the time we've been playing board games though. And Caramel well, Apple Night for the last few years has been we watch a scary movie. Uh, we also play Atmosphere, yeah, and then we make caramel apples. Right. But this year, we're going to totally break tradition on that. We're going to make the caramel apples, and what are we going to do, Nicole? We're going to put together a, a puzzle. Right. It's a Halloween puzzle. Right. Now, I mean, and some people might think that's that's a, that's not a game, but it's still pretty fun. You you get If you do a group puzzle all together, it's not a bad experience. Yeah, a thousand pieces. Right. Take it's, an it's not you like a cat lady in the room by yourself. No, that kidding. was me. I finished one this weekend. I finished a 2,000-piece one love it. on Thursday, and then I started a 1,000-piece and finished it yesterday, so it took me two days. But I'm going to tell you this. If you're listening to this and you think Caramel Apple Night sounds lame, just Try throw it. it out there. Throw it out there like near someone you work with. Just go... Oh, man, I got to get off to work on time tonight. And they go, why? And you go, well, it's Caramel to Apple Night. And they're going to go, Caramel to Apple Night sounds awesome. And they would be right. <laughs> right? It's awesome. Because they're going to be jealous. If they didn't make Caramel to Apples this year, they're going to be jealous instantly. And That's they're going right. to be like, how do I get this invite? And you're like, got to know peeps. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the other thing we do every year, other than Caramel to Apple Night, which is just another excuse to have a board gaming night, really. Yeah. It's a board gaming theme night. But people get excited. That's just the hook. The other thing we do, and I don't, I, I think we still might make it Halloween Day this year, Oof. but we are down to the wire because these things start in mid-September in the Midwest, and they go through the end of October, and at that point they they cut you off. And this is a corn maze. Mm-hmm. Corn mazes. Well, I thought it was so like mazing. the second week of November or something. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know when they chop it all down. Uh, I think it's right after Halloween. Pretty close. Well, yeah, we'll have to <laughs> now, look. Corn mazes, they, they, these, these guys, these farmers will grow a, a giant amount of acreage, you know, probably like five acres square. More than that. You know, or more. What's, what's like Liberty Corn Maze? I don't know. It was like, well, maybe it's, it's like 25 well, acres Well, five by five would be 25. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Five acres squared. Ugh, That's what that means. Don't try and confuse me. <laughs> I'll it's math you. It's too late in the day for math. I math your face. The, uh, <laughs> so the corn maze, they actually get GPS though. And they get sponsorship by by places like, you know, hey, KCPNL, yeah, KCPNL sponsors Liberty Corn Maze, and so they cut like these really intricate designs. Now, what's neat about Liberty is the one we usually go to, is that this corn maze actually has like little uh, little hidden waypoints. Yeah, like here's you know waypoint five, and it has like they have little hole punches, and you can actually go through like twenty five waypoints on their little map card that you use. Was it twenty five of them? Well, I think it's twenty five. Four different colors is twenty four. Right. 24. Because there's six spots and twenty and four different colors. Right. And they have four different mazes in this place. Yeah. And so it takes, I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding, it takes three, three and a half hours to get through this thing. It's following huge. That a one's map. big. And, and what's cool about corn mazes, in case you guys don't live near cornfields, they, they, the corn that they grow in this stuff gets probably close to eight feet tall. Uh-huh. So well, once depending you, on how well the rain right. has been. There was but that drought you, year that was terrible. Yeah. Once you walk into these things... You are engulfed in corn. Yeah, you can't you can't see where you're going beyond. 
Yeah. Where what's right in front of you. <clears throat> now, if you are near one of these things, never done this before. It is fun. It's a nice activity for an afternoon, but we have a couple tips for you. One, do not go if it has rained in the last two days. Yes, because they fertilize <laughs> this stuff. And when you get fertilizer wet, it smells like poop. Right. And this, the corn maze doesn't get that much sunlight at the soil and stays wet and muddy. And, and we've been slimy. We've had times where we're leaping over giant mud puddles that if you, if you land in them, your foot would sink like eight inches into mud. Yeah. <clears throat> so and I'm clumsy. Right. Super clumsy. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I had mud all over. So yeah, don't go unless it's it's been like about three days without rain. Yeah. The next thing is don't go if it's over 80 degrees. Oh God, if it's over 75. <clears throat> because these things, because the ground stays moist, holds a lot of humidity. And there's no breeze in the corn. None. It just hits Even that and stops. Even on a windy day. <clears throat> so you are standing in what is in essence a greenhouse. Yeah. And it will, you'll just swelter in there. It's hot. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my two biggest tips about corn mazes. And double check their hours. Right. Uh, <laughs> here's a third tip. Earlier in the season is better to go, to be honest. Because people will run out of time and they will just, like a bunch of savages, cut through the corn maze <laughs> right back to the front of the whole field and smash all these stalks down and make their own paths. Which and is pretty ridiculous. soon the maze isn't even the maze anymore. It's not amazing at all. No, it's a stink fest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> those are two things that we do. Corn mazes and caramel apple night. Yeah. Got so, anything else to say about it? No. We well we we also we don't like I said, we've said we don't have the kids, so we welcome the trick or treaters here on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Fred dresses up as something scary, right. and I dress up as something not quite so scary, so that when right. the little kids get scared and start to cry, right, I can comfort them. Now, just just full disclosure, I don't have to do almost anything to make a child cry. Just so you know. Well, you're kind of <clears> scary. Mildly. But yeah, like last year you dressed up in this ghoulish cape with this skeletal face and you had your little, you know. I had a lantern. Lantern. Right. And, and I would hold the lantern out and go, who's out there? Or something like that. And they, yeah. the kid would just be like, and his dad would be like, no, buddy, it's not real. No. <laughs> and then Nicole come trotting out like, it's okay. It's okay. I was Snow White. So. <laughs> I made it much more okay. <clears throat> yes. Well, then you had that one year though uh, at the old house where you you were the kept my kept myself shaving guy. <laughs> I need to get that on Instagram. That thing's funny. He looked <laughs> awesome. He had like this fake shaving cream all over his face and this giant gash across his neck, and then just wearing you know t-shirt, bathrobe, pajama pants, you know, right. <clears throat> and. uh we hear this little kid come up and you know knocks on the door or whatever, rings the bell, and he goes, Trick or troll, oh my God. <laughs> he was so terrified. And this kid was probably like twelve years old. Yeah. And he got that freaked Trick or- out. Oh, <laughs> <treat>. <laughs> it was so funny. I didn't comfort him, but I don't know. Whatever. Well, something else I did that was cool is I took home a projector from work and I used those uh what's called atmosphere FX DVDs. And these guys actually make these, they design these DVDs that, that uh, are meant to project on windows. Yeah. Like window curtains. And we have some or sheer curtains. on the curtains. wall or whatever. Yeah. We have sheer curtains on the front window. And so when I projected on it, it looked like spirits were flying around inside my house in the window. Yeah. Which is cool. Pretty I put, cool. A, put a black light on the front porch and put a, 
Fred's what? into this. A crazy lantern that hung down. and We got a flag this year, didn't we? We got a little Halloween flag. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's pretty it's cool. Cute. I like it. Yep. So we like Halloween quite a bit. Yeah, we're weird. I guess. But anyways, Nicole, I think it's about time for us to get to it. For me get to get a to text. It. No, we're getting to it. Here we go. <laughs> the following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. A Touch of Evil is a horror adventure game set in early American colonial times. Think like Salem Witch Trials or Solomon Kane. Each game, the players will select a villain from several available in the box to conflict with. Now, each villain has its own special rules and conditions that alter how the game plays. After completing the villain's setup, the players will select a hero from several in the box. Each of these heroes will have their own starting equipment and powers, so no two are the same. The heroes are placed on the board that features an image of the small town of Shadowbrook and the surrounding locations. The players place their hero in the town square and roll the dice to see where they can move to. Now don't let that roll and move mechanic sway you. This game is way deeper than the game Trouble. After moving, the players will arrive at various locations to explore. Now these could be utilizing town spaces to gain additional equipment, heal themselves, and upgrade either cunning or spirit stats, or venturing into the abandoned keep or the old windmill. <clears throat> now, location spaces have their own deck of cards that represent a result, the results of exploring them. Now, after each player has completed their turn, the villain takes a turn by drawing a mystery card. These cards have a variety of effects, mostly negative, that raises the tension of the game for the players. Effects such as summoning evil minions that fight the heroes or attacking townspeople or lowering the shadow track. You see, it's not just enough to fight the villain. The villain has a goal that will come to fruition when a game timer known as the Shadow Track reaches zero. The heroes have some hope, as they will not have to fight the villain alone. The town of Shadowbrook has a council of six elders who govern it. Any of these rulers can be recruited to fight in the showdown with the villain. However, each has their own secrets and should be investigated before asking them to help, because you never know, Lady Hanbrook could actually be an agent of evil. Gather your resources, steady your nerves, and find those you can trust, for something is inhabiting the manor on the hill, and our town is doomed if it isn't stopped. Now, I'd like to point out that in the background just now, you could hear the soundtrack, and during the game, you'll hear the soundtrack of this game. This soundtrack comes with the game, and we, we actually emailed the uh, person responsible for the art and design of the game, Scott Hill. Scott Hill told us that we could actually... Uh, use the soundtrack, and then give credit to Mary Beth Magalanas from Flying Frog Productions' Touch of Evil soundtrack. Yeah. And we'd like to thank Scott for doing that. That's really cool. Yeah, right? we really like Flying Frog anyway because right. I, I've always been a fan of their soundtracks. Right. I think they're awesome. We did actually – there's different ways you can play this game. It's not just uh, person versus person versus person, and it's not exactly a co-op game. It can be even a team game. Yeah. And you can choose one of those different ways. This is like a lot of Flying Frog games are like this. Uh, but <laughs> this one's really cool because you can you can just play. I'm, an, I'm my individual hunter. I'm going to fight Nicole. I'm going to fight Matt and fight Brianna. And the first person to kill the villain wins. But we played teams. Yeah. And we actually played. 
<laughs> we we uh you guys ganged up on us whatever <laughs> now we did we actually didn't we play start player to do this i think we did i think we did and we declared it was the last time we ever would now we don't actually have the clip of that <laughs> but you don't have the clip of start player <laughs> i don't think so what happened you didn't select it really you decided not to have i lost my mind i think so now we uh, must not have recorded it i don't care <laughs> we actually made the declaration i think that night that we weren't going to play start player anymore because it was terrible we were running out of start player <laughs> right. stuff now as we start this game uh we i just have to point out that we're playing teams and it's brianna and nicole versus matt and i in this game yes and <laughs> and uh we Both start this boys. game like any of these thematic games by introducing our characters it looks like this not. He has a beard? No. He has no beardless. facial hair. No facial hair. He has a comb over, too. Yeah. It's not this guy. That guy has a powder wing. It's one of... It's. I think it's that guy. He doesn't have a pistol. He, He's got a thing in his hand. He's got a knife. This guy has a knife. This looks like a pistol. What is a pistol? It kind of looks like he has a scar, though. Well, I I'll take it. It's it sounds good. It's good enough. He sounds he sounds very attractive. I shall take him. Well, he's got a big ponytail too, though. This guy. Well, this guy has his hair pulled back. He's got some serious pony knob going on. Pony knob. Just give me the ponytail guy. Let's start this. Chop wow, chop. Wow! Look at you. Are you sure he doesn't have a dagger in his hand? I don't think it's a dagger. It looks like a gun. What if it's a gun that shoots? It's out a of very a sharp gun. No, I don't know. It's a sharp gun. It's a gun, but I'll take it. I don't care. Is that looks like a poker in his hand? I don't know what that is. Doesn't matter. I'll take him. Yay! Jeez. Huh? Everyone. All right, everybody's got their guys. Him. This is so not him. Well, here, have Give all me the... the guys, and you can play around with that. Thank Start. you. That's all I wanted. Jeez. Five minutes. I'm going to town hall. Yeah. guy? Water. I'm going to town hall. Let's do this. Well, before the game starts. Yeah, our team goes first because we won the start play. Except at the start of the game, I get to peek at one of the secrets of the uh, town elders without revealing it. Okay. I got to. Well, let me look at what I can do, too. So. Look what I can do. The, uh... Everybody needs to introduce their person and read their quote. Uh, I am the Scarlet Shadow. That's correct. Copyright DC Comics. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Really? Uh, no. Oh. It's just the Scarlet Shadow. I, I wear a uh, red bandana over my face. I might be evil. I am an outlaw. That's my official job title. <laughs> <clears throat> Secret Camp is one of my abilities. I start the game with a uh, at any road space, not in the town, not in the middle of town. Oh. When knocked out, I'm placed at the abandoned keep instead of town hall. And while at the abandoned keep, I get to heal wounds as an action for one investigation each. Oh my goodness. That's my doctor. Wow. Abandoned keeps. Okay. I'm also wanted. When ending my move in a town space, I have to take a cunning test. If I fail, I pay D6 investigation and take one wound for each investigation I did not pay. I also have Hmm. an ability called the shadow move. Anytime I have six or more for movement, I can instead move to any space. And I mean, I'm not super tough, but... What's your quote? 
My quote is, Desperate times call for drastic deeds. That's pretty good. Outlaw. Mm. <laughs> you know who else is an outlaw? This girl. That's right, we're the outlaws. Oh Are you God. kidding? No, Katrina the outlaw. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> and I only have one special ability, and that is that I'm deadly. Oh. <gasps> When rolling fight die, hits on four, five, or six instead of the normal five or six. Wow. Yep. Mm. Oh my god, that's the cool... You've got four hit points. Yep. You may be the coolest character in this entire game. I have a crossbow. Do you know what he did, though? He cheated. He looked at, like, three other characters. You know what? You know, he took the first chick he came to. Because <laughs> I always play the chick. Because <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> Look, I just play the Scarlet Shadow. What, what's, your, awesome. what's your... What's your quote? This like a just lady got interesting. Seriously? Yeah. That was not ladylike at all. Ooh, just got interesting. Okay. <laughs> What's her name? Chandler the Outlaw? <laughs> it's Katrina. <laughs> but also, oh, Rachel. no. Because <laughs> that was the Rachel quote. Darn it, it was a Rachel quote. quote. Oh. I lose. You just got friended. <laughs> <laughs> We get two bucks a piece, right? Sure. I thought it was three. Is it? I don't know. Well, you got the book. Oh, well, I can give everybody three. It won't really matter to me. Well, no. Get it out of the book. It was two last time. It's okay, then it's probably two. Okay. So. Brianna, who are I you? I am Brother <coughs> Marcus. I am faithful. I cannot use gun items, but I can use my spirit instead of combat in a fight. Which is really awesome because my combat is only one. That's terrible. But your spirit is it's off the charts. Four. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. He's so my, my mission, ones. I start the game at the crossroads. Hmm. And I have strength of spirits. <clears throat> I can pay two investigation to cancel any mystery card or event, Ooh. including an event result on a villain minion chart. On the D6 roll of four or better. I can only do that once per turn. And also, only the righteous can stop this evil. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sounds like conviction. That's what conviction sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then I... I have Thomas the Courier. Tank engine. (laughs) Yeah. I think I can. Um... (laughs) And I'm a traveler, so I add plus two to movement, which is kind of good. That's excellent. Uh, Delivery at the start of the game may peek at secrets of one town elder without revealing them. And my quote (laughs) is, quit looking at my damn eye. (laughs) (laughs) That's fitting. That's pretty awesome. All right, Cyclops. All right. That's our characters. I know that was a long clip. I know. Well, at mine, it's like you can't see my card, but he's got like a milky eye going on. (laughs) Yeah, he's got one eye that's kind of jacked up. But anyways, uh, I gotta be, I gotta disclose fully that not all of these characters are probably in the base game because I actually have the base game, an expansion, another expansion, plus just character expansions. You have like pretty much everything you can get. I love this game so much. I know. I'm a glut for this game. I know. So if it exists for Touch of Evil, you probably have it. Right. Now, even though we're only playing, now each of these expansions comes with an extra board, but we're only playing with the base board. But we, I are, I, I always use like the full complement of characters. And all of us, minus Matt, did actually mix our characters up and draw randomly. (laughs) Cheater Matt. Oh my God. 
but, but that is, and uh, there are so many little characters that you have. It, it is kind of hard to match up the miniature with the character. So that's one of the right. things I think that I should have, I should do for future plays. Put a little initial on the bottom of yeah. them. Maybe I still haven't done it. But we've uh, we've met the heroes. I think it's time to meet the villain, right? Okay. Here we go. By the way, we are fighting the Dream Weaver. <clears throat> now, the Dream Weaver is a villainous, nightmare, soulless character. It's a lady, so be respectful. Her bandana is over the top half of her face versus yours. She's your looking half. for the other half of her bandana. <laughs> uh, she does a dream attack, because this is what's going to happen to us, is every time we start a mystery phase, we're going to gain a sleepless token, which is one of these little tokens up here. And... Uh, after you gain your token, you roll a d6. If the roll is equal to or higher than the number of sleepless tokens you have, then you are able to stay awake. However, if you roll lower than that, you fall asleep and immediately fight a villain round versus the Dream Weaver. Nice. Okay? This does not count as a showdown, and for every hit point you get, you do get an investigation instead of doing a wound. Okay? Uh, she's... What is it? She's the queen of nightmares during a dream attack, which I don't know quite what that is. Oh, that's her on her uh, minion chart. Uh, you will be confronted by your worst fears, and you must use your lowest skill to fight with, be it spirit, cunning, combat, or honor. Hmm. The And I don't know if your loophole will supersede that. I don't think it will. Because well, if your lowest becomes your highest. If your lowest, with hers, though, her cunning's a one also, so, okay, so that would still end up being the lowest. Uh, the Forever Sleep, the villain gains plus two combat if the hero has four or more sleepless tokens when they enter a showdown with her. The Promise of Morning Light, anytime the shadow track crosses into a new stage, which is, this is the shadow track, remember that. Uh, every hero may discard up to two sleepless tokens. And Shadow Army, when the mystery card Murder, this is what always triggers something, remember Murder comes out of there is played on a, you have to roll a d6 on a one two or three you place a sandman uh minion at two random locations or on a four five or six you place a shadow beast minion at two random locations so whenever murder comes out minions hit the board okay okay so we're fighting female freddy krueger yes and she has 10 wounds because there's more <laughs> teams of two wow <laughs> what somebody had to say it oh my goodness how dare you how dare you? Who did you marry? Freddy Krueger. Unbelievable. Now I just call you Fred, though. <laughs> I hope so. Now, I will say that there is a difference between her and Freddy Krueger. She doesn't have a signature weapon. No knife. Her signature weapon is sleep. Oh. <laughs> right? That's your signature weapon. Is it? Because you'll read the rules and I pretty much fall asleep. <laughs> right, everybody does. But the... Uh, <laughs> No, you can tell that, that there's a, quite a bit of rules, though, associated with these these villains. I mean, you have to kind of go through that at the start of this game. You do have to pay attention. Because this, uh, I, I played this once before with my brother, and uh, we played Krampus the Christmas Demon. Which was fun. <laughs> Which was amazing. Download from the Flying Frog website. Thanks, Flying Frog. The, uh, yeah, and he actually ended the game guy by going, geez, Fred, this is the most rules I've ever, ever in a game. I don't think anyone would ever play this game right. <laughs> Because <laughs> we make mistakes, don't we? Well, we always do, but when? as long as everybody's playing kidding. by the same rules, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, we do play through our first couple of turns, and we learn a little bit more about our characters. Listen to this. I'm going to the magistrate's office. Hmm. Just because. So you're going to roll event. a dice or whatever. Yeah, she draws an event card. Oh. Event. 
And then he decides whether he wants to spend two investigation to test his, uh, or try to raise his cunning. You test your, uh, and this one you te- you train cunning, so you do three plus test on honor. So your whatever is in the upper right. <coughs> yeah, five honor. Five. I have six. You got it. Yeah, you got it. I actually have six honor. Good God. Outlaws are honorable. Okay. Yours is that makes no sense because mine Hold is on. three and hers is two. Mm-hmm. There's honor among. I am these. a freaking Boom. holy man. You have no honor. <laughs> Thieves have honor. Oh it's, my it's gosh. well known. Uh, honor among thieves. It didn't say honor among Crap. priests. It said honor <laughs> among thieves. At least we know our side of the table won't be cheating. Outlaws. <laughs> now, uh, you do have stats in this game. You have like a fighting stat. You have cunning, spirit, honor. Yeah. And whenever you do a check with these, these are the, the standard kind of adventure game thing where whatever your number is, that represents how many dice you roll. And the standard uh, success in this game is a five or a six. Right. So Unless you're, you're Matt. Right. Because he can do a four, five, or six. But only in a fight. Like an outlaw <coughs> cheater. No, that's not a cheater. That's the outlaw way. <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, I like how Brianna's singing along, by the way. Yeah, you could actually hear the soundtrack in the back there. Yeah, it's a little, it gets a little quieter on some of the songs, so you won't hear it as well. But yeah, I, it just kind of gives a little something. Yeah, and the CD is packed in the actual game. That's so cool. Right? I love it. I think it's super cool. All right, so let's check in with you at your first turn, Nicole. Alright. Which eye is your dominant one? Looks like my right. (laughs) (laughs) Two, which means I actually can go four. Where am I? I can't see. (laughs) So funny. This half blind blind guy's running around like a maniac. She didn't even tend to that Three, four. (laughs) Abandon keep. Oh no. So we don't do anything with layer no. cards this this time. There's layer cards. We just don't take them until you buy them. Oh, okay. we don't get one at the start. Mm-hmm. Last time we did. <clears throat> no, that was because we were doing a special thing. You have to purchase layer cards at the cost of the layer card cost on the top track. Which is crazy, right? Now. And then once you do that, then you have to pay the amount of investigation on the card to, while you're at the space to start the showdown. That's the only awesome. purpose these have this time, other than the random location. It's cards. just okay. starting the show. Yep, this is quite a simpler version of the game than last okay. time. Um, but nothing like when we had all three of them set up in the other room and we played for two sessions in a row. That was awesome. We've never was done it? that on the big table. Okay, so, so I have to fight minions and men, the highwaymen. It looks like Matt's trying to rob me. Is that not his picture? No, that's mine. Oh, I'm that's you? you? Oh, no, you can't have it. What? <laughs> Look, I, if you weren't in the so, game, I wouldn't try to attack you. That's the truth. Yeah. Fight dice two, wounds okay. two. If not defeated in the first fight round, Highwayman steals one of your items, which I don't have any, so haha. Since I'm the uh, And disappears, I'm ending the fight. If defeated, gain four investigation. So I have to fight the 
highwayman. Matt, you can take And I have three combat dice. Your picture. Do you want me to? Yeah. Well, whoever. Who's like your two picture? Wounds. You only rolled two dice. Two hits. Oh, are you kidding? No hits. Yeah. I'm down to one hit point. Well. You can escape. You just have to move away from the abandoned keep, Missy. Man. Highwayman. Well, at this point, I really don't have anything to lose because I don't have an item. I'll lose one. Kill you. I'll lose one initiative. Good sir. Okay, I'm gonna roll again. Don't kill me. Dead. Oh God. So are you. So I get four investigation. And then you lose D six. And then I lose four. Four investigation. So I just. I better get to. No, I get to keep my two that I had. Yeah. And I just go back to town hall where I was. That's right. Speedy. This Knocked is out. stupid. Round one. I don't like Knocked this out. game. My guess is you didn't even <laughs> see him coming. It's like a Tyson fight. That is the not Atlantic funny, they sir. They you. You. <laughs> it, was t- it was Mike Tyson. Frank Dio. One first round knockout. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but at least you still have your ears. Then pass uh, it the... It is now the mystery phase. Oh, mystery. <laughs> so pass so, the thingy. That's at the end of the mystery phase. Oh, it flies. Don't worry, it flies. Right? Don't. Oh. <laughs> uh, the mystery phase, of course, with the chart in the middle of the game book. Mystery phase. Okay, start of the mystery phase. Uh, anything that occurs at the start of the mystery phase, which is nothing. Oh, wait, at the start of it, we get this. Sleepless tokens. Everybody gets a sleepless. I don't want one. You get one. No. Brianna. How many do I get to oh, okay. before I'm... So everybody's got a sleepless now. Uh, you can always, if you roll equal to or higher, you don't you don't fall asleep. And since you can always roll a one, we don't fall asleep on the first turn. Okay. Uh, now... Knocked out heroes are revived. Yay, Nicole is back alive. Uh, the villain does not heal because there's no damage done. We draw a mystery card, Matthew. The Devil's Mark. This card plays on the hero that drew it. Minus one combat remains in play. That sucks. That sucks bad. So you have a minus one combat. My combat is now awesome. one. <laughs> No one. wonder you hit on a four, five, or six. You're yeah. a total sissy pants yeah. over there. <laughs> I need the one that does cunning instead of combat bad. I'd say so. Yeah. All right. That's uh, it. So then we've passed the first player marker. Done. And then you start your next turn. Okay, rough mystery phase for the guy, but guys, but I, I gotta say, I know we were starting out good. <laughs> the well, ladies with a knockout. Come I know on. I got knocked out. That's way worse. Well, I, that was I, would, I didn't have anything to lose, so whatever, yeah. no big thing. I know we all just got one one sleepy token. That's yeah. it. No big deal. No big thing. Nobody's taking a nap yet. No, and I'll point out, you know, this is not the first time that we've played this game. So those lair cards. In other versions of the game, you'll get a lair card to begin with, mm-hmm. and then if you make it to that spot, mm-hmm. like the lair card made the crossroads. So you get to the crossroads <clears throat> by getting there, then you get you gain investigation, turn in your lair card, and get a new card or yeah, something. Yeah, this is a, or, this is a different. There's different variations. It was a different villain with a different variable. And when I was talking about the track, the shadow track <clears throat> has to move down a certain amount before it becomes really affordable. Yeah, because like at the beginning, it costs like 12, 12 investigation. investigation for one lair right. card. 
that the only reason you use it in this version that we played was to start, start the end round. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you get, you have to actually move the layer card will show a location and a cost on it. And you have to move to that location, spend that much investigation to start the showdown. And in a lot of these games, you need to actually wear down the villain. Yeah. So you can't just be spending $12, you know, plus another $3 to start a, a showdown yeah. so that you can get him halfway. And, and he actually lose. heals in between turns. Yeah. So the you know if you have to do that multiple times you can't you can't keep doing it in sequence for twelve to fifteen dollars a piece yeah that's nuts right this early in the game yes. but as as evil gets closer to you know completing its agenda I guess it sort of gets more reckless and easy to find you know yeah so, so. then the lair cards cost less <laughs> right by the end of it it's like one dollar i know player if you're like about to lose the game on the shadow track they're like oh just give it to them they're never gonna win <laughs> like fight him if you want to i know <laughs> <laughs> but let's check in with Bri- uh, brianna's second turn so i am just build a fence playing immediately we'll to peek Pepper at the over. secrets of one town elder without revealing them Look at okay. look at the one. So from, just, no, not that one. No, she she didn't look at that one. Look at look at Lord Hambrook. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Hambrook. You guys you are don't hilarious. Know where he is. What? Uh-huh. Hilarious. That's Sophie, the midwife. So was I allowed to share that with her? Yeah. Since we're it on said the same don't team. Share. Oh, well, no, it didn't. It said don't. It said don't reveal. Team. But you we're get to a share team. information on teams. Oh, okay. What exactly is a midwife? Uh, it's like uh, second wife. It's something that someone, one of them, has an engagement <laughs> ring, but, it doesn't, but you're not quite married yet. What a no, midwife! It does like no. It helps with like, pregnancies and all. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought, I thought I didn't know you were being serious and asking. <laughs> I was making stuff up because that's funny. Okay. So I really thought that you were just joking around. You were joking around, weren't you? All right. So I don't watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> So you don't know what a midwife is? I don't know what a midwife is. I know what a nursemaid is or a maid. What's a nursemaid? It's it's isn't a nursemaid one that actually breastfeed a child for you? Or is that a surrogate what? mother? No. What is that? A surrogate just carries the baby to term but I, who was breastfeeding a stranger's babies? Sometimes girls do that. I don't Don't not look that at they me crazy. Do. I think they do. I think there's boobs for hire I out there. I think you need you need to get on on Wikipedia and figure I'm not going to learn out. all your lady ways. Is, I'm done with that. You're weird. I'm not learning lady ways. That's it. Midwife, second <laughs> wife, get now, it. Now, something that's cool that though is Brianna is checking out the town elders. And I said in the beginning there's town elders and there are there's six of them I think in the game. Yeah, and, and I got to check out one of them at the beginning. Right, and at the start of the game, all of them have a card dealt underneath them, and you don't know who to trust. Yeah. But in showdowns, you can you can volunteer, voluntarily take one with you. But, and, if, they're but evil, if they're evil, then, then they that's end up a bad thing. sort of boosting, the in this case, the Dream Witch. Exactly. <laughs> so Nicole, check that out on the first turn. Brianna on the second turn. I mean, these guys are so way ahead. So we know two of the... Right, way ahead of Matt and I, for sure. Well, yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, on my turn, though, I get an ally... And then I get, we have another mystery phase, and we actually join in on Brianna's next turn in this clip. We honorably steal stuff from you. You better sleep with one eye open. That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Which means you're going to be pretty restless. (laughs) Going to the abandoned That is my house you're in. Well, I'm going to urinate on the floor then. Oh, (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, man. (laughs) 
filthy preacher. Oh my god. Brother Marcus. Um, okay, oh, so I got... Okay, that was a little out of character. I don't think she was role-playing very well right there. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that was just a funny clip. But here, let's get to the next mystery phase, Nicole. Is it back around to the mystery phase? Uh, I believe it is. You already went? I already went. I got my turned relic. All right, everybody's getting a sleepless token. No. Of course, Pooey. And everybody has to roll a die. And... Six. Four. Three out of fall asleep. Yes! Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, knockout heroes wake up, which doesn't happen because we already did that. Uh, the villain... Which one is this? This is the base one. Uh, villain heals. We draw a mystery card. This says... Oh, it struck again! Oh! The villain attacks one of the town elders. This just Roll got a D6. On a four better, the town elder with the lowest honor is killed, mm. which just happens to be Lady Hanbrook. Let's take a look. Hold on. Four better, and she dies. I sat down. She's dead. Oh. Lady Hanbrook dies. She's Each hero, though, gains one investigation because of her death. Right. It was in her will. That's kind of nice. <laughs> she will nice do. Dead lady. She will do one investigation. Enjoy. Don't spend it all at Where's one. Where's her little treatment. death token? Oh, <laughs> uh, we just have to turn her. Uh, yeah, just turn her this way. Well, you can't. Don't show her a secret. Let her rest in peace. Jeez. I, know. I don't want to know what kind of underwear she wears <laughs> or deodorant she uses. Is her name Victoria? Secret. Or doesn't. <laughs> secret. <laughs> Sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Pass the first player marker. Did it. And they start their turn. Now, as you can hear, once again, we are getting these sleep tokens every round, and none of us have fallen asleep at this point. No. But it just keeps building. Every turn, you get another token, and that becomes the new number that you have to roll over. And and I think Brianna's like four tokens right there. Something like that, yeah. And, and not falling asleep. So uh, it is getting tougher and tougher. And when you, when you do fall asleep, we're going to get attacked. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. Well, let's see what happens on Brianna's next turn. Okay, so I'm going to pay two investigation to test my honor to try to get one more cunning. Do a good job, do a good job, do a good job. Yes! Yay! Brianna succeeds too much, you know that? No! She's a dice rolling fool. Especially because she has a chant that she puts into play. That's witchcraft, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a confused uh, whatever I am. Or is she blessing the dice? Brother Marcus. <laughs> All right, Nicole. All right, my turn. Greasy Three. Legs. Where am I? All right, there. <laughs> All right, Greasy Legs. You can move five spaces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I think I'll go. Oh. I'm gonna do that abandoned keep. Everybody loves your house. I'm I know. Really angry hey, at this. Whatever you do, don't step in the urine puddle. <laughs> just so you know, it's not for sale. Just whatever. I don't live there doesn't mean you get to just walk in. 
<laughs> so obviously we create stories to uh enjoy these games it's another thematic game so we are we do that even when it's not that thematic <laughs> really sometimes you know what that means it means every game needs just a little push <laughs> into theme. that entertainment realm <laughs> that's you <know>? right <clears throat> so bring your own bring your own theme but i think that, that all these characters uh <laughs> <laughs> you have a party byot <clears throat> no honestly it's it's a it's a pretty thematic game and, and what's nice about these things is uh a lot of people don't like these, but they, they have these pictures of actors on there. And I think they're pretty thematic. I, I really like the costuming and like the I looks of them. I and I, I like to kind of, you know, I, I imagine a voice right when I look at them every time. And I don't always do that with a cartoon strip, you know. Well, the only complaint I've heard about that is it makes it too real or something. Too you know? real, whatever. Like Milky Eye. and <laughs> He does have pretty gross eye. It is pretty nasty. <laughs> some, some good artwork there. You know, uh, we haven't up. really uh, checked in with Matt in a while. Let's, oh, let's check in with him and see how he does on this turn. All right. One. Vent card. Are you ever going to get out of town? This is unbelievable. <laughs> Where are you going to walk to now? He <laughs> <laughs> strolled to the doctor's office. Doesn't that give you an event card without having to roll for mysteries? I'm gonna do uh, what? What? What did you say? I think it, just, it gives you an event card without having to roll for it mysteries. It just says right? draw an event, yeah, and then it says some other stuff. Oh, it says you can heal. Yeah, you can heal, but you don't need to. I'm super tough. Play as an action while at. The doctor's office. Oh, Are you kidding? my goodness. And only if there is at least one town elder dead. There is. Oh, I my know. goodness. Six, gain D6 investigation. You're kidding. Now you roll high. Ah. Yeah. yeah roll. That's all I roll. A one? Yay. I couldn't even see. That's awesome. All I roll is Thank ones goodness. and twos. Oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. How about that perfect storm? But yes. You guys are Indeed. hearing correctly. It's turn four, and Matt is still in the town area, which Guess is he just can't roll better than a <laughs> consists one. of a town square and four adjacent spaces. But he can't get <laughs> anywhere because he keeps rolling ones, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. The good news about rolling ones in this game is they have like a deck of cards called event cards, and these uh, have a lot of different effects. Not usually an item or an ally. Not usually, although they exist in there. Uh -huh. uh, most of the time, it's just some sort of effect, like, you know, draw a card out of the discard pile of any location or something like that, you know? Right. And it'll just be different effects. Or gain D3 investigation or something like that, you know? And and he keeps getting these, these event cards that help him every time he rolls a one, but... He's, He's not, not helping me at all or helping our team at all. <laughs> and then he he gets that perfect storm and he rolls another one. So there you go. So it looks like it's probably up to me to carry this team, doesn't it? Probably. Usually is. <laughs> but good to hear that Brianna was humming along again. <laughs> oh my music. goodness. She loves it, doesn't <laughs> <Awesome>. she? <laughs> oh, I like this. While I was in the windmill just now, I was messing around in the back and got into some hay. Hey. And I found a pitchfork. Give me plus one combat. Nice. Once per fight round, I can re-roll one of my fight dice, too. If the re-roll's a one, I discard the the pitchfork into the face of Brother Marcus. <gasps> wow. It's right there. In your face. Only into the face of Brother Marcus. It is the mystery turn. 
Start of the mystery phase, we all get sleepless tokens. Are you guys ready for this? No. Oh, this is terrifying. Dangerous. Pretty sure Brianna's falling asleep. I'm pretty sure I'm falling asleep this turn. Gotta roll equal to or higher. Five. Six. Four. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) So we're all still awake. Yeah, crazy. Okay, uh, the villain heals, draw a mystery card. Who was the first players you guys were, right? Did you do the mystery last time? I didn't. Okay. Okay. Um, It says this is the devil's mark. Again with this the card plays on the hero that drew it. Oh, for Pete's sake! Is that I what have, you got? That's what, that's what I got. Work? Yeah, unbelievable. I, I have too. minus one cunning, oh, which I just bought. That's <laughs> perfect. We like that. Yeah. Is there a way to get rid of those? It says, well, if you get something that says get rid of a remains in play card. Oh, yeah, or sure. curse. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we pass the first player marker, which is back over to us. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Matt, what do you do? Roll something other than a one, one on your move. two. Three. Roll a three. Go to the abandoned keep. <laughs> you can stay at my place. Looking at your eye. Stop it. <laughs> I at least got told I could stay at this place. Joke's on you. You went straight in the pee. <laughs> I can't believe you peed in my house. Uh, see, it's actually an old prison now. Long since abandoned, the crumbling walls of the dungeon still Don't bear the scrawled me. ramblings of its former inmates. You notice one passage that strikes your interest. Make a cunning four-plus test and gain one investigation for every four world. Four more world. <coughs> my cunning foe. My cunning be foe. What? Aww. So that worked out for you? It worked out all right. Unfortunately. Well, you know what? It's not the best place, but you can you can sleep there. It'll keep <laughs> you from getting wet. Here we go. Unless you're in the pee. Come on! <laughs> yes! Nice. I can move anywhere on the board I want. I go back to the manor. No, I don't. I go to the I old woods. I a party at the abandoned keep. Yeah. I go yeah. to the old woods. And at the old woods, I encounter it. <clears throat> I like this. Memory of Forever. It's an item. I got honor plus two now. So I have eight honor. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I get plus three fight dice against any ancient or magic enemy, which I don't think she's either. No. Uh, memory of Forever does not count against my carrying limit, though, which is really nice. Oh, it's my nice. goodness. Memories of Forever in my body. Okay, so do you want to go? Alright, let me just mention that I did mention a a, uh, carrying limit. Yeah. Okay. Now, in this game, you get to carry three items from town, and it has to actually say item on it, I think. Yeah. And you can do three items from town, and on this board, there's four distinct corner locations with decks of cards, and you can have one item from each of those four locations. So getting an item that actually says does not count against your carrying limit from one of the corner spaces, like the old woods, is actually really cool. Kind of cool, a big deal, yeah. You know? And honor is like one of those stats that comes up more often than you would think. It's Because it's not one of your base stats. It's no, just it's like, like up some, in the corner. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you get tested, it ends up being an honor test for some yeah. reason instead of your other tests. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, you had eight. <clears throat> <laughs> I had like two. I know. It was awful. All right. Well, I think at this point we're getting really close to falling asleep. So someone's got to gotta be falling asleep right now. 
beginning of the mystery phase. There's your well, sleepless token. Sleepless token. <laughs> sleepless token and sleepless token. Okay. Just for your note, Rihanna, Matt, and I are rolling five or six are falling asleep. Nicole's rolling four, five, or six. I roll a six. Matt's asleep. I'm awake. I'm awake. Oh my god. <laughs> Matt. Shockingly, I rolled a one. Okay, so here's what happens. You guys need to pick up five fight dice because he's going to fight a single round against the Dream Weaver. <laughs> and Matt, you get to roll your dice as if you're attacking her. Oh, so. good. So it's just one then. Yes, you get to roll one die. And if you score a four or better, you get a, an investigation. And they could potentially kill you right now. So roll a five dice for the Dream Weaver. They hit I only you once, hit one. and you don't get anything. So you get one point of damage, and you're done with that. And you, I think you lose all of your investigation or sleepless tokens now. So you're back investigation up. Investigation or sleep? Sleepless. I'll do oh, sleepless wow. then. Those are all done. <laughs> Those are gone. All right. Uh, rest of the turn, we... Do you lose all of them? All the wow. sleepless ones if you fight her. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. you basically took a, wow. took a nap, and then she was, like, right there waiting for you. With her eyes. <laughs> With her eyes covered. The, uh... I know, this is, like, a like, lot of blind, blind people here this time. But anyways. <laughs> so, knocked out heroes are revived. It's appropriate, since we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Villain <Yes>. heals. <laughs> uh, draw a mystery card if you were the first players. It was us, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he still has it. Okay. So go ahead and do a mystery card, Matt. These roads aren't safe. Roll once on the villain's minion chart. The player who drew this card chooses any empty space on the board to place that minion. Okay. Move the shadow track one step closer. And I'm sure if it's an event, you have to roll until you hit a minion, right? That's the first time you've had to move that thing. Roll again. Five. Five. Got it. Shadow, Shadow Beast, and where would you like it? You get to pick, or does it say random? No, he said he gets to pick. I get to pick it. Okay. Any empty space. Oh, it has to be an empty space. Like right here. Right there? Yeah. Okay. That's where it is. That's where it and, is. And uh, we pass the first player marker, and it's the beginning of the next turn. And that is right. It is five turns into the game, and fi- finally someone fell asleep. Yep. And the shadow track has not moved once. <laughs> Well, it, I thought it moved once there. Didn't it yeah, move months? that was the first time it moved. Fifth turn, it's now on 19 of 20. Which is quite unusual. <clears throat> right. It tends to move a lot more than that. I, don't I know think what so, was too. I going on. Yeah. It was weird. We just weren't drawing the cards to make it go. Right, and this means that it's still $12 to buy a layer card. <laughs> Which there's nobody can afford. Especially <clears throat> no. with Matt rolling his ones and... <laughs> I can't see where they are to pick them up. So I think, I mean, because we're all kind of like not really... milky eye joke. Anyhow. Because we're not really making much progress, Brianna decides to get pretty risky now, doesn't she? (laughs) Oh, yes. If I were to get knocked out... Yes. What all do you lose? D6 of your items, investigation, or allies, I think. So, and these... Apologies, podcast people... (laughs) Um, <laughs> these are considered my items. Yes. Yeah. Anything that says item, it'll say it in that middle section. Item. Yeah. Well, this is an event. So these two things would be. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, events don't so count, but items. Yeah, but if you lose that gun, no, no big whoop, because we haven't been in the same space like this entire game for you to be able to give it to me. Good teamwork. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that doesn't seem to be a good idea. You're not going to lose it. Just do it. You should go for it. Just do a good job. Okay, so I'm going to fight this thing. Whoa. In its face. Okay. Matt, do you want to roll for it? Now, she's. This is the good news, okay? She's decided to fight it. Yeah. You get five dice plus one, so you get six dice against her. Because that's how sleepy she is. She's super Seriously? sleepy. Seriously? We did Shadow Beast fights already. Oh. They get okay, as many fight dice as, as you have sleepless tokens. Plus one. Stupid idea. <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> Why didn't we talk into these things? Do a good job, do a good job, do a good job. No, no stealer chant. Okay. Oh my god. I <laughs> Hang on. You're dead. You just hold You're your dead. little horses. You're dead. Yeah, but it's simultaneous. <laughs> but she's dead. It's still no, simultaneous. You she's dead. Stop saying that. <laughs> okay, you have to re-roll it won't one of your dice that you hit me with. Okay, but he hit you three dead. times, so you're, he, still you're still dead. Oh, well, Hold crap. on, now. So you can no, use that never if you mind. want. No, I'm not using it. Okay, okay you're still dead. <laughs> <laughs> so how many? How many? Well, how many did points did the? Yeah, he has two hit points. So, so you I killed, killed him still. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. what's what does she get? She gets three investigation and removes one sleepless token. And then she rolls a d6 to find out how much she loses. Yeah. Well, since she Just passes out, doesn't she? Thanks. Since she <clears throat> passes out, doesn't she get rid of those anyway? No, she still is sleepless. It doesn't say that if you're knocked out, you get rid of your sleepless tokens. Well, that's like the ultimate nap. Oh, perfect. So you got rid of six things. Are you kidding me? That sucks. Sometimes being a great die roller stinks. (laughs) That blows. So does that just go back in here? Yes. Yeah. All right, Brianna. That was a a big setback. Well, yeah. And you're unconscious, but that that guy's... Yep, he's out of there. I'm sorry. Thank you for taking that off the board. The town thanks you. We're going to honor you in a parade. It'll be over by the time you wake up. (laughs) Okay. By the way, I just like to announce Ladies Knockout number two. That's right. So mean. Number two, Knockout. Yes. And that, right? was, that was my fault. I talked her into that. Yeah, it was her I, you were idea. the best teammate. It was her. No, it was her to idea. But then, <laughs> shut up. What? But I just I should have talked her out of it. it was I so didn't great. realize how many dice you guys were going to be rolling against her. Oh, all those sleep I tokens add think it up. Was, I didn't. I forgot about that part. <laughs> so super cool. Now we're going to jump an entire player turn ahead, and Brianna is going to try to strike back. A lot of Brianna. Hmm. She's popular this time. What's going on? All right. You're doing something mean to me. Yeah, I am. Yes. Obviously. It says, play at any time, except during a fight round, to choose an ally with a hero and roll a d6. Okay. On a roll of three or better, I guess I should just roll and see if this actually Which ally? I have two. What do your allies do? Uh, One of them, they're both plus one spirit. One of my discard to prevent all wounds from a single source. The other one gives me one investigation every turn. Yes, I don't know if you remember. And I screwed that up last time and didn't even get it. Oh no! <laughs> okay, let me see if I even get to. Which do one this. do you want to do? So if you I have to name first before I have you to roll. name it. Name yeah. one and then you roll it. Well, it says Bucky. on a roll for you choose an ally. Oh. oh, okay. Go ahead. So you can roll first. So if I don't roll it, do I still get to keep this? No. No. Okay. Do a good job. Don't. Do a good job. Don't do a good job. Do a good Stop job. doing a good job. Yes. Yes. 
Okay, so which one should I name? The one that gets an investigation, because that makes him more mad. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Wait, and I'm not done. Um, There's some kind of sacrifice thing, though, isn't there? I can I can discard her to prevent all the wounds from one source. So when I go to the showdown and I get like eight wounds on me because you guys roll great, I just go I get zero and get rid of a spirit that I don't even care about. And the other one gets you an, an investigation, investigation every turn, which is just going to make the game go a little faster, hopefully. Okay, so do the one that gets rid of all the wounds. Do you guys? No, I think the investigation. Okay. Okay, so the crow. now okay. it takes an item with it, so, um, I, but I get to pick which item. Is that the only item that you have? It says you get to pick the item that goes with it. That's, the, that well, is it insanely says, It says the chosen off. ally, I guess maybe it doesn't, it it says the chosen ally immediately steals one item from the hero. Oh, it does say hero's choice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, your choice. Thank and runs still off. sucks. That's terrible. <coughs> I get rid of the one from Abandoned Keep so I can loiter here next turn. You know what's a good news about all this is, right? Okay. What? Bucky's so, coming back as the Winter Soldier. Um, so <laughs> I am rolling my spirit. I can't believe I didn't even get my one investigation before they those. stole it. I wasted that. Do you have an ally? You know, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Pick, you pick get them up. Yep. But that good means job. I can go back to the old woods and okay. I can loiter at the Abandoned so, Keep if I need to. It is y'all's turn. All right, Matt, roll a good move. That's a one. One. Shocker. How does that keep happening? Oh, because of the gossip and the rumors, that's why. Oh, wait, that's the the scarf. Okay. Here we go. Six. Choices. I go to the old woods again. (laughs) And I encounter the old woods, and I get a trail of bones dragged across the autumn forest floor. A trail of bones and black feathers stretches its way off into the shadows. Bucky. Bucky. Bucky! Where are you, pal? The make a spirit three plus test and gain one investigation for every three or better check. So I have three spirit now, thanks to losing Bucky. And I get three investigation. And then... There's a free plus check? Yep. Wow. And then I check to see if I can find those things, and that is a three as well. Eyes are better. I get two of those, both of them. Turn over. All right. <laughs> All right, mystery. so we're back to mystery face. That was pretty fast. Uh, yep. <laughs> you get these. a token. I get a token. Here. Brianna gets a token. And we all roll dice. Except for me, because I only have one. You can still practice. Three, I got three. I'm good. Good. Okay. Nobody falls asleep. All right. Well, nobody's had a second sleep yet. Not yet. But <clears throat> Bucky the Crow is not actually called Bucky the Crow in the game. It's just an old crow ally. And in a prior game, I named him Bucky. And so... <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> you didn't? No, I thought his name was Bucky. No, I just call him Bucky the Crow <laughs> every time I get him. I've got him like twice before. I don't think I've ever gotten him. <laughs> no, but how how crazy is it when you have these moments in these games, especially these these big matrices of, of cards, you know, that yeah. are just like... The next thing I draw is the bones and feathers going into the wood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that was like a random occurrence. It was actually really cool how that kind of synergizes every once in a while. Uh-huh. Now, <clears throat> this next clip, I don't really have a setup for, but it actually really does have to be played. All right, my turn. I rolled a one, and I get an event card. Play on any hero to prevent them from... Are we going to the library still? Right, I'm, stay, I'm, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Okay, that's a callback to episode eight. If anybody's listened to our podcast since episode eight, in episode eight, James is playing. And he gives away way too much information. That's why I start reading this card. And then I just start going, doop, 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 trying to avoid, like, actually reading the card out loud. Because it's giving away all the secrets of an event card. So I'd like to just give special thanks to James for that moment in Episode 8 concerning the library. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we do jump forward a bit right here. And the mystery amps up. I believe. Oh, no! At the start of each mystery phase, including this one, roll once on the cooperative mystery phase chart if playing a cooperative competitive nope. if playing a competitive game. Oh. Or roll a second time on the chart if playing a cooperative game. That's awful. That's gonna speed things up. So do you roll on it right now? Yeah. Okay, so if we're gonna do cooperative like that, we're gonna have to do the extended cooperative chart. So you're gonna have to roll two D six, actually. <laughs> what was that? Four to three. Okay, so seven. Uh, Surge of evil. You roll once on the villain's minion chart and work out the result. If it's a minion or the villain attacks, draw a random location for the placement. Six. So that is a uh, the villain attacks and it attacks uh, the abandoned keep. Crap. Yeah. So Nicole gets a five roll against her right now. She gets. What do I roll at my combat? Yep. Okay, but I get plus one because I got militia. Oh my god. I got two. I just got four. What the crap, dude? (laughs) Hold on. Stop the presses. Nicole's gonna die in one shot. (laughs) Jeez. Alright, so... What do I get for rolling against you? Do I get the... <clears throat> she get, you get investigation. I get two investigation. Yep. Okay, so I will take that, and then I will... Go unconscious. Kill the... Un- no, kill the militia. That's, That's one. That's one. Okay. And then I will play at any time to prevent up to two wounds. So there's three, so I take one wound. That goes away. That goes away. <laughs> She's got a lot of wound soap cards. Or she had a lot of wounds cards. Tides turning fast now. Uh, I just want to say that that in this game, there's there's these mystery phase charts, and you just roll a die on them usually every turn, and some sort of you know some sort of effect happens, right? You know, based, based on, on this based on this you know villain turn kind of charts. 
Well, there's two different charts. One of them is for a competitive game, which kind of understands that you're fighting against other people and the game's already made difficult by that conflict. Right. Between the two, between all the players. And then the other one is the cooperative mystery, which says it just assumes everybody's working together and having a nice little walk in the daisies and it's going to be <laughs> no big deal at all. And so they ramp up the difficulty of that chart. Well, we just got an effect that makes us use the cooperative <clears throat> chart and then roll twice on that chart, which even in the cooperative game would be a dramatic increase in difficulty. And here we are in a competitive game, team versus team. And this happens just like that. Yeah. And it even specifies if this is this, if you're playing a competitive game, you still do this. Yeah. So it really ramps up and it's, <clears throat> it's going to make this game end quick. Yes. Okay. So let's, uh, let, Nicole, I believe you, you sounded like you had bad luck there at the end of that turn. Well, you I didn't lost, quite die. I know. You lost a lot of items though, trying yeah. to stay alive. And I think your luck's just about to turn around. Draw, you draw the two event cards. I roll a d6 and a roller one or two. I have to do a mystery card as well. It's yep. stupid. Do a bad job. Do a bad job. Oh yes. my gosh. Do a mystery card. Do a bad job. Murder. Yes. The villain has struck again. Place three investigation on the board at a random location. Move the shadow track one step closer to darkness. Fields. Get three. Okay. Right there. where you are. Okay, and I'm going to roll for those investigation. <coughs> I get one of them. Because I always get just one. Okay. Which is the opposite of Pringles. <laughs> I got a <laughs> But I like the new chant more than do a good job, by the way. Do a great job. No, which just now when she rolled it, she went... Six. <laughs> All right, I'm going to fight that guy's face. Oh, my. What? Yeah. Oh my okay. god. So what's he get? Okay. He gets uh, one I only plus have what she has. One. So, so two. One? Juan by Juan? You rolled one hit. And I. You rolled two. Two. two and and I that can... takes him out. It does? Oh, okay, perfect then. And okay. you get three investigation, and you get to remove your one sleeping token. Hey. Your sleepless token. So I get how many? Three? Three. Okay, and then I'm going to use two to... mystery phase moves one space towards the nearest hero. An honor five plus. That should have happened. I didn't read far okay. enough on the little chart. What? Mm-hmm. So I, I put in two investigation to do an honor check to try to raise my spirit, just because why not? Mm-hmm. Good job, good job, good job. Yes! Oh my I totally God. nailed that! <laughs> She's going up spirit. Mm-hmm. Cheerleader brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's your turn, Matt. Okay. Three. Going to the manor. But it sucks. Gonna have dinner. Good card that You're going stole. for dinner and you know it. Oh, man. Er... It's Lucy Handbrook. Yes. Gives me another wound and a plus one. Oh my god, Lucy's the best! Four. My combat is up to my base of two now. And it's minus one, but I have a horse, so I I still get home to the keep. And, uh. Oh no, oh no, no. I totally cheated. What? I was I went six. I totally forgot about the you minus exactly one. Six I went exactly six spaces. I'm just gonna let it slide. I'll let it I'm slide if sorry. I can do my roll for the investigation since Fred was quick on the die. 
There you go. Does that work yeah. for you guys? Yeah, for doing me. what to the die? Quick on the die. It's what is it for? Oh. Cutting. Yes. Cutting. Yeah, cutting or spirit. Two. Get two of. Yes. Thanks <clears throat> for cheating. Okay. I, I re- it really. Uh, I'm able to heal because I'm at my house. Nobody let me accidentally cheat. And I'm going to encounter the <laughs> man and Keith. <laughs> Band and keep. Uh, I find the rogue's raptor. It's plus one combat, plus one honor, plus one cunning. Wow. That might be the coolest thing I've seen in the game. OMG. I'm going to use my cunning of four now to. to Was that an event card? No, it's an item. Oh, I did get it. I got the one. I get that. That's pretty cool, right? That's awesome. The rogue's rapier. Okay. It's uh now the sorry, it's the mystery phase. And we all get sleepless. In Seattle. <laughs> then we all roll a die. Thank you. Ugh, I fall asleep. I'm sleeping. I do not sleep. Alright. I realized that I said raptor at some point in there, and it's supposed to be rapier. <laughs> I was really excited about the stats. They're good. Now, something else. Uh, we are stifled in our movement right now because of a remains in play mystery card that came up. Yeah. That was like fog or something like that, and, and we can't. We move minus one every turn now. So whatever we roll, it's minus one of that. Yeah. To a minimum of one. And at the top, you, you heard us cheering because of the murder card that came up. The murder card moves the shadow track, and we know that right off the bat. So right when she pulls the murder card, we're like, yeah, because I think at this point, I think both teams are pretty ready to start fighting the bad guy, well, you yeah. know, to fight the Dreamweaver. And we haven't really got that cost quite down. I think it was still $8 a card. And we're still kind of like just kind of waiting for it to come down in price. And like, and it's going, just not. It's just it. not. <laughs> we're just keep drawing the wrong things. And so when these murder cards come up, we're getting really excited. All right, Nicole, I can smell the end is coming. Let's play through this last clip and see how this turns out. All right. Okay. We need to roll 2d6. Heck yeah, we do. On the mystery phase chart, which we roll a. Snake eyes. <laughs> oh no, here we go. Oh no. Surprise showdown. You have stumbled into the villain's lair. Too late to run back now. It knows you're here. (laughs) Immediately draw a lair card and move every hero to that space. Even me? I'm not sure. The showdown with the villain has begun. All heroes take part, but do not pay any investigation. Wow. No town elder hunting party is formed. Heroes may not use their character abilities during the first round of the showdown. The card effect of the layer is used. <clears throat> card effect of um, the layer. Read the, read the card effect. If rolled in the competitive game, the result only affects the current first players. Which is you guys. Yes. So you guys don't? They don't take part. What? Do it. Uh, you're still knocked out. We've just started a... a, a and you're still in the doctor's office. He rolled it. <clears throat> okay, so you guys are rolling five. Now, we don't have four, so she doesn't get her bonus. So she's rolling five combat dice versus us, and it says, uh, oh, I keep forgetting that we're supposed to fight her with our lowest thing in the stupid combat against her phase, in the dream phase, but whatever. Our lowest what? Remember I said her lowest ability? I forgot. There's too many rules. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Promise of the morning light. Anytime the shadow track crosses the, we forgot to do that. 
Okay. <laughs> so here's the good news. <laughs> here's the good news. She has ten wounds, and Matt and I are in a showdown with her, and she rolls five combat dice per turn. But what's this say? At the end of each showdown fight round, you must make a cunning three-plus test. If failed, the villain escapes immediately ending the showdown. In a cooperative game, choose the one one hero to make this test. Well, that's fine. We're, we're doing, like... We just have to... So every turn... Every, after every fight round, we have to make a cunning three-plus test. Now, we can, because we're not... We technically are starting the showdown. We can still use event cards leading into the showdown. It says you can't use anything special. We can't use our abilities. Like our special abilities, like I don't have anything that's going to do anything, anyways. So, so basically, what you're saying is, if I was in the showdown right now, I would have to do my one combat. That's what I would roll yes. against. Yes, just her. on the first yes. round. On the first round. Oh, that blows. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I'm going to play two cards on myself. I'm going to play Spirit and Attack, which allows me to add my combat and Spirit together for this fight round. I'm also going to play play during a fight round to gain plus two fight die for each dead town elder and each hero that's currently KO'd. So I get plus six there, plus three, so I'm at plus nine, so I'm at 16 attack dice. I'm also going to play this event just because I want to see what happens. I can go through the event discard pile and take any card I want out of it that doesn't say play immediately. So... Yeah, we just lost. Maybe. This might be worth it, but let's see if there's anything that boosts me. Here's... That's pretty good. Let's do that one. Let's just boost our attack up to the moon. You want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, so I do this one. I play this... I get this card out, and I play it as well. Play to gain two fight dice for each other hero in your space for a single attack. So I now have 18 fight dice. Okay? And this is without any abilities. Correct. This is just event cards I've been saving. Because this is an item, 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 plus my base. Wow, okay. Plus my spirit and and my ally. So you're doing what? I get to add spirit and combat together for my fight. I get to add two fight dice here, six fight dice here... And uh, adding, yeah, and that's to add the spirit together. So I have plus 18. I have 18 fight dice for the first round. You have 20. I have 20 fight dice for the first round. And cunning means nothing. This actually says for the rest of the turn. Yeah. Okay, but that, that'll just be the next attack because I can't use spirit every turn. <laughs> okay, 18 fight dice. This one doesn't mean anything right now. I think it's just a 20. Oh, yeah, 20. 20 fight dice. Okay, that's what I do. So I need all the dice on the table, obviously. And then some. And then a couple more. <laughs> so if I can roll half of these fives or sixes, I can take her out. How many dice are you rolling right there? Uh, this is... I'm just going to watch it. This should be 16. 16. Yeah, it's 16. Here we go. Over here, roll these. If I need it, though. I hope I can roll good enough. Come on. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. That might kill him right out. Hurt. Hurt. Not quite. How much damage did you just do? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And I still have four, four more dice to roll. Okay, there's two more. That's ten. ten. I killed her. 
But I Game want a over. fighter. <laughs> Game over. Wow. I didn't get to use these. Dreamweaver dead. I want to use these. <laughs> One attack. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Victory! <laughs> 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 Team boys. <laughs> Team boys win. Mm-hmm. We let you win because it's your favorite game. <laughs> I doubt it. And Freddy, Freddy Krueger has to bre- beat the dream. Whatever. <laughs> but that actually, right at the very end, it does, does give you insight of just how complex these turns can become. Because I had been planning and planning and planning and building up this moment where I could like just throw as many dice as I could. And, you know, that's what happened. 20 dice is pretty insane, though. I've never seen you get that many before in this game. (laughs) That's because team boys works good together. Thanks, Matt. girls, man. We (laughs) just kept... We had the worst luck. We got knocked out, like, what, four different times? That's because team boys rolled dice hot. (laughs) No? We had, like, all the bonus cards because Matt kept rolling ones. Yeah, I feel I like know. it was no big deal, and it kept getting all these ones, so it kept getting all the event cards, getting oh, items and stuff. Thank you, Matt. What'd we get? Perfect team. Mate. We got a gun that the brother couldn't use. You lost that in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> you never got it. I never did get it. And <laughs> right. Marcus couldn't use it. That's the end of the game, Nicole. <gasps> now, what do you like about this game? It's fun. It's just, Is it? You know, I like the dice rolling... <laughs> Uh-huh. In this one, because it it doesn't feel like I mean it's yes it's luck based, but it doesn't feel entirely luck based. Like there's other things that happen yeah. to influence the dice, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like the artwork. Right, I like the variety of the game uh-huh. because not only are you fighting different villains, yeah, but I mean it's like a totally different game depending on which villain you're fighting. Right, just like I said with the lair cards earlier. You know, in one game, the lair cards gave you investigation and all mm-hmm. kinds of other stuff. And yeah. and in this one, they didn't. It was just, I mean, it's a completely different mm-hmm. feel to it, whether you use different mechanics or different components to the game. Yeah. Um. What else? I don't know. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's super cool because it's another one. I think that the, the soundtrack really does support this game pretty well. I think well. so. Uh, I think it's one of the better ones that they've done for one of their games, to uh-huh. be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I think that it plays good as a co-op and versus as teams. Yeah. Or yeah, individuals I, yeah. would be fine, too. Have it, we, it, can it, you, you can do individuals, you? can you? You can. I, I don't know if we've ever done it or not. I don't think we have. I think we've always <clears> done um, co-op. Right out of the box, you do get a pretty good variety of villains and heroes, but there's so much more you can keep adding into this game. Yeah. Like, there's even a second little village when you get the third expansion, The Coast, that gives you even more little town elders. Yeah. You know, and then it adds in ghost effects and stuff like that. We didn't deal with that very much in this, but that was still part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you buy one of the expansions, too, it adds a few more cards to each of the locations of the original game, too. So some of the stuff we read may not be in the original game. It may be from the expansion. Well, one of the games we played had, like, a, we were fighting a witch, and she had this little cat familiar that kept going around the board. <laughs> I, know. I know. That was pretty fun, too. Yeah. I mean, it really, it, you're, you're right, though. It really does a great job of, of being creative uh-huh. with this base idea of, you know, rolling and moving around this this little map and, and, you know, investigating these creepy spots. And part of it could be because we have so many expansions, but just, I mean, even if you see the same cards, it's it doesn't feel like the same card because you see it so seldom. Yeah. You know. Because the decks are pretty robust. They're, yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah. Now, I like it also because it's just a real, it feels really like a classic sort of thematic adventure game. It doesn't, it's it's not trying to break new ground, really. I mean, this is, 
This is just, you know, the standard kind of fare with this really creative idea of, of how to make villains change. Yeah. Uh, but it, it doesn't feel, uh, I don't know, it doesn't doesn't feel like it, it really, like at its core, it's very simple and very familiar, you know? Yeah. I think. Um, also, I, I like the fact that they use an underutilized setting. Okay. I don't think that people use that sort of colonial era for anything most of the time other than just, oh, we fought a revolutionary war, you know? What else you got? Th- I'm, I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything. That's what I'm saying. I can't even think of any, like, I mean, even Witch of Salem, it didn't have that the same kind of feel. It was a little more cartoony, it, I know, almost. The theme wasn't very dense it was, in that one. Yeah. For sure. Well, and even the artwork, though, didn't didn't feel as... Right. I don't know. It didn't fit. But the yeah. board on this one, the board alone just... I mean, it looks like an old-timey map kind right. of thing. Right. And uh, <coughs> as I said before, I'm, I'm a fan of the live actor artwork. Yeah, I like that, too. I, I think that, that live actors show more emotion than people can do in cartoons. And I think that they... Not I, that they, I dislike they add cartoons. A, I think but... they add a believability to it. And they make it more more fun, more theatrical. Yeah. You know? I just like it more. I do. I don't care what other people say. <laughs> I've heard lots of negative Nancys say that they don't like that art because they just, it looks goofy or it's too realistic. Blah, blah, blah. It's great. <laughs> it's great art. I love it. I like it too. Now, dislikes. What do you got? Um, Sometimes the game can last a little bit too long. Right. I'd say that's the biggest with, with too little control over speeding it up. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest downfall I think of any of these classic type of adventure games is that there is a finale and it's very random how long it's going to take to get there. Yeah. So I mean, this game just to play out of the box, just a couple of us playing cooperative is going to be minimum ninety minutes. Yeah. More like two hours. If you not know? a little longer sometimes. Right. And the game we played on this episode, I think, was somewhere close to three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did we take a dinner <laughs> break on this one, though? We did, but I didn't record it. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, also, the game can swing fast, as you heard. Yeah. Like, uh, the we were getting close to buying layer cards, but we were still probably a turn or so away, and we just sort of fell into this... You know, Snake Eyes roll. Matt and his one. I know. The, the, what the heck? That got us a free showdown. And since it was a real showdown, they said, you find the layer and you have a showdown for real. Mm-hmm. It's not one of these fake showdowns that happen, like these one round showdowns. It yeah. Was, either way, I would have killed her in one round. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> not if we'd have found her first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> I think that the, uh, in my experience with this game, one of my complaints <clears throat> and I know some people, they, they rate them online, but some of the villains seem kind of easy. Like, I don't start this game and think that the shadow track is ever going to hit zero. Yeah. I've never had that happen. Well, yeah, <sighs> that's true. You know? Yeah. I can't I can't think of ever losing this game. I don't think that we have. Now, there's a couple of guys. We, we, should, we should try to, you know... Rectify that because there's a couple of guys that that we, have been rated online as almost impossible. We almost uh, died on the Krampus one, didn't we? Didn't we come close? Yeah, because all the town elders were dead because Krampus killed all of them. Yeah, well, because that was like the alternate way or to lose, wasn't it? I can't remember. Like he was down. Didn't we have like one town elder left or something? Something like that. Like that yeah, that's, oh, it was that's so been funny. like a year ago. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> 
Um, I think that the only other complaint I have is even though there's lots of expansions, the card color on the expansion decks is a little off. And oh, so, so you can tell. Right. When you're, when you're pulling a card off the deck, you can see, you know, if you were, if you wanted to really study it, you could go, oh, well, this is be an expansion card. Yeah. Because the, the colors just didn't match, which was kind of disappointing. You know? See, that doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> Mildly disappointing. Well, what's, what's it going to do? It's not like you're going to go, that one's going to be a coast card. I know what it's going to be. No, you still don't know what it's going to be because there's still a lot of cards I know. Like I said, if you, if you really wanted to be a jerk about it, you could probably study it and figure out, you know, a, you know what it's going to be. You know, well, if it somewhat. upsets you that much <clears> and, then you're, and you're just going to play the base game, the good thing that they did is they've got the initials on each one to right. show what expansion it came yeah. from, so you can separate them back out fairly easily, too. Right. Now, Nicole, how hard would it be to teach a non-gamer this game? <sighs> the basics of the game? Not very hard. And I mean, it, yeah. in it, at its core, it's still kind of a roll and move, and people right. understand that concept. <clears throat> so I think... I don't think I'd recommend it for a group of non-gamers to pick up and play by themselves. But if you have one person that's experienced at all to kind of take control of the of the villain, yeah, I think I think I don't think it'd be that bad. Well, you need I think in this game, I, I think you do need a, a a DM of sort, like a sort dungeon of master. yeah, so to speak, like a dungeon master, yeah. Because they, I mean, you've got to have somebody that that can read those right. all the charts and kind of understand. Right. So what's you know. your what's your what would you rate? It? Oh, God. I'm probably man. I hate not having half points. I say this every time. I want to yeah. do it a three and a half. Yeah. Um. Good. Because we keep forgetting so many rules, though. Even with you forgetting, we didn't do that right. Okay, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. <laughs> I'm going to say a three. I think you can teach it, but you just have to be able to keep track of what's going on. Okay, that is the hard part. That's because because like trick by the end of this, question. I know, but by the end of the game, this was the most because of the the dream because of the shadow track wasn't moving. Yeah, the Dreamweaver had so many remains and play cards that were going on at the same time uh, that yeah. every turn we were having to remember so much. There were stuff. like four different remains and play cards, <clears throat> right? With with all these additional effects plus the like the effects that are happening every turn. Off of her villain card. Right. So it was quite a bit to digest and quite an ordeal to go through the mystery phase by the end of the uh, end of the game for yeah. sure. Uh, so I say three. The game itself, not hard to play. Keeping up with the rules during it might bump that to a four, but at its core, I think it's a three. <clears throat> now, what would you rate this game out of five? I really like this game. I think it's a five. I think it's a five. Yeah. This is my favorite game that we have. You know, I was almost going to say four. And do you know what made me go five? Because what you said a minute ago, that even with it being, that we've almost always played it cooperative. Yeah. And we almost always win. And yet I still enjoy it. Right. I cannot picture another cooperative game that I can beat as often as we've beat this one. Yeah. That I would actually like. Right. Because that's the point. You're supposed to struggle and, and oh, the game's supposed to be so hard. Right. Just the challenge of beating it. But that's not the case with this one. We always just have so much fun just playing it and making yeah. up our little stories and, right. you know, and, and changing theme. up the adventure. Yeah, the theme is really strong with it. Right. Shockingly so. Right. For, for a roll and move with some cards. Uh-huh. You know, so that's what pushed me over that edge to, to say it's a five right. is because right. you can beat the crap out of it and still really enjoy it <laughs> all right well that's our rating of my favorite game ever and yeah, hey. uh 
that now we did actually on a job that I was doing. Surprise, surprise. Fred had to work. Right. <laughs> Which took me to Lawrence, Kansas, and we visited a new game store. Hey, guys. Welcome back from vacation. Hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks. So what did you do in Texas? Did you go to NASA? Yeah, it was really cool. We found a small board game shop down the street afterwards. Okay. Where else did you go? You know what? We went to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah? How was that? It was awesome. We found a great game store with plenty of stock and table space nearby. Uh, we went to the Alamo. It felt really historic. Let me guess. There was a great game store? There's no game store at the Alamo. Here is a road store review. Now, we went to the Rolling Gnome. The Rolling Gnome. Yes. Do you remember that place? Yeah. I was with you. <laughs> you were the only one in the van, so I asked if I could go too. You said sure. I sat for an hour and a half and played Candy Crush on my phone. Yeah. Because I forgot to bring my iPad. Now, Rolling Gnome, the reason it caught my attention is one thing. Okay, it was I, new. I looked it up. No, it wasn't that it was new. It was just that this guy is doing something that I think is kind of, you know, unique or or at least intriguing. And uh that is he allows you <coughs> to basically spend 10% of a game's price to rent a board game for 24 hours. Yeah. And I think he gives you a brand new cellophane copy of a game and says, here you go, rent it for 24 hours. Like if it's a $60 game, he charges you 6 bucks and you get to take it home, right? Okay. And I'm sure if you don't return it, he charges your credit card or something like that. I'm sure but, of that. But anyways, you take that home and you get to try it out. And if you come back, he takes the 10% out of the total price and you can purchase the game at that point. Now, I didn't see any used games around there, so I don't know how many people are taking part in this. But we found his store and it's a fairly small location, really. It was small. And uh, they, they didn't have a huge selection. It was obvious that he's fairly new. Yeah. But what he did have was a lot of the new kind of hot games that have come out in the last probably 12 months. Yeah. Right? He had a copy of Mysterium. Yeah. Which is... We didn't have it yet. Yeah, which we is do now. hot off the presses. <laughs> which it was on order at the time. Otherwise, we right, might have bought right. it there, but we already had it. It was like being delivered the next day or something crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, the owner seemed pretty nice when we walked in. Yeah. He said hi to us and stuff. We didn't engage in any really long conversation. Because you were working. Right. <laughs> and so it was a very quick trip. Right. Now, uh, I did notice also that he only has space enough in there for a couple of gaming tables. But surprisingly, they were being used at the time. Yeah, which is very cool. There were people playing Always Dice like Masters, which stressed play. you out so bad. Stressed me out. I couldn't even look. No, I, don't, I didn't even know that's what they were playing. But uh, like I said, Rolling Gnome is uh, it's, it's probably not my kind of game store, to be honest. Well, I because like, you're I, looking for right, and I like, stock. I like deeper cuts. You like lots of stock. So I'm looking for like weird old stuff and st things that I, you know, it, the longer you're in, longer you're into the hobby, the more you start kind of looking for games that are not out anymore or whatever. So, so having only the new kind of freshest stuff isn't exactly the best thing for me. And, uh, I mean, honestly though, I, I, that, like I said, that check-in, check-out policy thing I think really, that's really, interesting. If really we, got me kind of interested. Yeah, if we in lived that. closer to there, but that's, it's also like, you know. It's an hour away. An hour away, at least yeah. an hour, a little over an hour, isn't yeah. it? Well, it's like an so, hour. So, yeah, so hour. we're not going to drive that far. No, I'm not going to do a two-hour round trip to check out a board game. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to waste the, waste the price of a board game and gas. <laughs> exactly. But I also liked it was really well lit too in right, there. Right. And that's always kind of a challenge it seems with game space is mm -hmm. is 
lighting sometimes. Right. So. so if you live in the Lawrence, Kansas area, feel free to check out Rolling Gnome. It seems like a good place. And like I said, check-in, check-out policy is kind of cool. Yeah. Ask the we owner don't know about a lot that. of details about it. So Right. I just read it on their website or like on an ad for their website, yeah. for their store. So I uh, might stop by there and check it out. They got a lot of new hot games if you're looking for stuff. Now, Nicole, I got to tell you something. One of these days we're going to have to have them pay us to say these things about them. <laughs> Unless we say bad things and they're going to make us pay them. <laughs> I know. But guess what, Nicole? We're over again. That's right. That is it. Oh. Oh, my butt hurts. <laughs> but we got nice pads for these chairs. <laughs> I know. I've worn out, but it's welcome, believe me. <laughs> so, uh, that does bring us to the end of the episode. And not only that, but the end of our October month of horror games. Now, it is time to pack up the hol- the Halloween jingle and and not bring it out again until next year. That's true. Now, we hope you enjoyed these episodes this month. And next week, we're going to be back with another episode of Gaming Talk. Now, if you have questions about our show or us at all, you can feel free to email us at fred at talkaboutboardgames.com or nicole at talkaboutboardgames.com. And hopefully the email will be working. Again, we apologize for website issues. Now, you can also like us on Facebook, Talk About Board Games, and uh, on Twitter at TA Board Games, and and on Instagram. Just Talk Talk About Board board Games. And those things are all working because they've got it together. Right. (laughs) Now, if you would like to mail us, our address is P.O. Box 9643, Lee's Summit, Missouri, 64064. Is that right? Nine six four three. No, six nine four three. Six nine four three. Oh, let's do it again. Our mailing address is P.O. Box six nine four three, Lee's Summit, Missouri six four zero six four. Where did you get that? Don't you scold me. You're just crazy. Now, in two weeks, we're going to be returning and we're going to be playing again with Daniel as we play the game Discworld Ankh-Morpor. Say that five times fast. No. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Going to the abandoned That empty. is my house you're in. Well, I'm going to urinate on the floor then. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, man. <laughs>